Check. You gonna kill me with kindness tonight? Me? Yeah. Not a chance. With the shirt? Nope. What's your shirt? Doesn't apply to you. What's your shirt say, boy? My grandpa in an elevator in Pinwell City. This is a problem because I think everything that Nicholas says is hilarious. No, it's good. I'm glad somebody does. <laughs> yeah. Good one. Are you ready? I find it funny because yeah, I... I'm a fucking professional. I'm not a professional, but yes. I was born ready. Whoa! That's different ass music than what you're I'm not used, used to. to that, are yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Dragons and Dread Forts, the ultimate Game of Thrones companion podcast. Woo! Yeah, a little late. Um, oh, no, it's it's different every time. I know there's no late or that's early. why I waited and waited and waited. I wanted it to the be timing the timing is perfect every time. <clears throat> He's like a wizard. Yeah. <laughs> um, we look differently. We have tonight. sad news. It is sad. We have had to cut ties with uh, Keith and Lydia. <laughs> My um, new contract booted both of them, actually. <laughs> it wasn't just Lydia. Keith took a hit. I guess I'm next. Um, <laughs> Pretty soon it's going to be me. <laughs> it's just Nick. He's just going to be talking. And um, anyway, we, we cut ties with them just no, for this week. No. Yeah, they're feeling under the weather. We hope they feel better soon. Um, so Nick's still here, as you can tell. What up? Emily... Holmes is in the house. The better of the two homes. The better of the two homes. That is true. Without question. Uh, Emily's been a part of the show because of Nick, uh, because, you know, they live together, but also because she listens to the show uh, and supports us. So we love that. My favorite show. And I'm glad that you're here. It's not her favorite show. <laughs> She's a liar. <laughs> it's a big fat lie. Nope. She said it. Her favorite show is the show that you're about to plug. Oh, and to my left is Nathan, who some of you know from another podcast that he and I do together, the Sully Jane Nate Show. What's yeah, up, Nathan? Hey, I'm here. Yep. Which one of those are, are you in that show? <clears throat> I'm uh, I'm Sully. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Um, so we do look a little bit different tonight. Uh, before we start, I would like to hear from both of you, what's your Game of Thrones journey been like up to this point i've seen them i've seen them all the whole thing i've seen every single one of them once one time through one time well with the exception of the episode we just watched just watched yeah <laughs> emily so i am watching along with the podcast so i this is my first time watching the entire series and i'm loving it i'm having so much fun um listening to your commentary great no books neither of you have read the books no um, you. i read like a few chapters of a random one of them. You don't remember don't which remember. one? Uh, Song no. of Ice and Fire, Clash of Kings, something Swords. Storm of Swords. Storm of Swords. <laughs> or, it might have been. Yes. Here's what. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. Is. Is, it, is it. I don't. Is it spoilers if I tell you the only thing that I remember from reading that book? Uh, might be depending on if maybe. we got to that point yet. So maybe uh, you just hold off. I think no. I think I think it would have been. It was. Uh, oh God. It was like Jamie. Oh God. It was a Jamie chapter. Yeah. And he was just oh like, God by himself. Yeah. Like, 
I don't remember much else than that. But it was like from his point of view. I don't okay. know. How, or do all the books have like heavy Jamie <coughs> chapters? Several of them. He's a pretty main character. Yeah. Yeah. And the only reason I had that, and I still have that book, and I don't know, <clears throat> it definitely isn't the first one. Um, it might be the second one or the third one, was because uh, it belonged to one of my uh, past roommates mm. from like years ago. And somehow when I moved out, it like ended up in my things. You stole so that shit. I did. Yeah. I also had uh, that same roommate's CD case full of CDs. And I found it in my garage recently, and I thought it was Liz's, and I threw them away. Whoa. Because <laughs> that's what you and, do to your wife's CDs? Well, they're CDs, you know? Good point. Yeah, um, how are you going to play them? And they've been in the garage for five years. Right. Like, what What are they doing there? So I threw them away, and I was like, I told her, and she was like really bummed. I was like, oh, I didn't realize it was going to like affect you this much uh, about these CDs that you cared about so deeply for some reason. And then, uh, like a week later, she was like, "Wait!" And she had found that her CD case from you know that she'd never used before, like in her closet or something. And I was like, "Who the hell's CDs that I throw away?" And then I I realized that was your roommate. Yeah, that also read the Game of Thrones books. Yeah, sorry. Well, Kate. had one of them. Had well, one of them. No, no, no. He, he read them. He, he had did. them all. Yeah, it was Caleb, Caleb Moline. You guys know Caleb. Did you also have his Xbox for a long time? No, no, no. That was his brother, Corbin. Ah. And still do. Still do. His, <laughs> yeah, his Xbox 360, uh, he moved and left it, and he was like, and I was like, hey, do you want me to like get this to you somehow? And he was like, nah, you just keep it for now and I'll like come get it eventually and he never did so here we are I note to self two yeah. generations of gaming console at, past that and you still got it yeah I think it's yours it is mine it's I mean no longer in use it's just sitting in a drawer but so yeah alright so all right. I like that you've seen it one time and it's been a while right yeah like I watched them as they came out that was it no rewatches leading up to like the last season or anything? No. Damn. I do own, I think, season three and season four on Blu ray for some reason. I, but I've never rewatched them. Like I bought, I bought them to watch them, watch them, and then have, haven't ever rewatched them because that was before I had the HBO. Nick so. and Sully do not understand how. I have specific shows, like some of my favorite shows that I've never seen all of, but it's because I have an entirely different strategy when it comes to t TV. When there's a new season of a show coming out that I watch, I have to watch everything that's led up to that point before I can watch the new season. Even if I've seen that part five, six, seven, eight times, it's sort of like your experience with Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's what I do with Game of Thrones. Right? I can't, like, that's why I still, I'm watching Vikings right now but I've never seen the last season. I just watched Peaky Blinders and saw the last, I learned two seasons of that show. Yeah. <laughs> um, Which was really good. It was super good. Uh, and and that was in preparation for the new season that's about to come out of Peaky Blinders. Yeah, so I'll, I've seen all of Peaky Blinders and will then just watch the I will last, only last because season. I just finished it within the last two weeks. That's how most people consume like TV shows over time. But I do understand. Like, I do I, have memory. Like you, you lumped me in with Sully there. I do understand 
why you do it. You talk shit to me about Vikings and Peaky. I just, well, I want to talk to you about what happens. Well, we can. Because I want to talk to you about, like, I, I want to, you know, talk about those shows with you. And you're like, oh, no, I haven't seen the new season. That's weird. I'm like, fuck, dude. It's been out for six years. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's it's fine. It's one of those things about you that I love, but I hate, but I love to hate. It's a flaw. You know what I mean? But, you know. Yeah, it's a it's flaw. It's not a flaw. Tell me the other flaws. Hold on. I'm going to write these down. <laughs> I told you earlier today. You're fucking crazy. <laughs> know. You know that, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just have so many, like, there's so many weird things that yeah. don't make sense. And I don't want to be this way, but I just am. Um, oh, aren't we all? Do you uh, have an apology corner besides the apology you're about to give me? Fuck no. And I'm not, <laughs> I'm not giving you an apology. I've missed those recently. Yeah. I haven't said as much stupid shit. Well, um, you, mm, no. Have I? No. What should I be apologizing for? I used to actually write them down and then I would remind you before you went to record and you still didn't say them. Yeah, because it's my apology. (laughs) I have always wondered how the fuck you remember all the stupid shit that you said. No, thank you. I read them down. I now learn that it's because of Emily. Um, Nate, I will tell you this. I'm glad we had you on this show. Y'all show is kind of dirty sometimes, but this show we get like, we get like real dirty and it's like and full, full frontal full front absolutely yeah, yeah this um, shows this shows pretty bad so it's fine feel free to throw those in if you, you can I, I just want to get this just clear the air a little bit i love you both you don't listen i would yeah I yeah, would consider, yeah i know that you don't listen i just that's okay that. i knew that's that okay. you're missing out it's really you don't nice. have to say that on a show where there are people listening no you guys you? should definitely listen <laughs> like that's 100%. one thing that you cannot mention all right cool. but if you don't want to listen to something don't listen to something all show. it does yeah, is encourage sure. people if they're like on the fence and they're like i kind of want to give this up they're like this dude was uh, on it doesn't listen either <laughs> He's their best friend and doesn't I, listen. I have started listening to SJN show more recently. You have because you've been talking about yeah. episodes, and I thank you for that. No, yeah, yeah no worries. I appreciate man. I, it. Well, having now been on it a couple times and been a part of it, like I've do, I, I've lost the jealousy because uh, it used to be just like straight. Like I listen to my friends have fun, and then I'm like we started my, a whole podcast. In my car crying. and didn't invite these two <laughs> other guys on there. Yeah, no. Well, um, we did invite them on now. So, uh, but anyways, no, I, I am listening more now and I'm liking the subject matter too. I like that you guys have started doing more guests as well. I mean, yeah. I know it's to kind of cover some people's like being out or whatever, but, um, the one girl you had on that was the Disney VIP person. Stephanie. who did the, Very interesting. Very fun. Yeah. Really yeah. good one. Um, and then we just, you just had a, a recent episode because, uh, Sully is, Sully grew up in Ukraine yeah. Um, to that get was his, so good. yeah, that's a good one to get his thoughts and you know feelings about what's going on over there right now. So, yeah. um, yeah, I've enjoyed it. So if you're if you've listened to our podcast but haven't listened to the SJN show, I would definitely recommend it. Yeah, totally listen to both of them. Feel. Yeah, listen to both of them. They're um, not as long as we are. <laughs> no, sorry, we've never hit three hours on that. Now, what we do on that Dick show, size is, or yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. Sorry, except I'm on both, so I don't know where I fit in, but somewhere in the middle. Um, probably further to the whenever. <laughs> Whenever we hit the three-hour mark on episodes of SJN, we just split into multiple episodes. Whereas this show, we just are like, "Fuck eh, it, they listen. can handle it." <laughs> so you guys do great. Anyway, um, well, no, nothing to apologize for is what you're telling me. No, no, nothing to apologize for. Um, it's a bold strategy. I'm sorry that I'm not sorry. It's okay. Um, Emily, is there anything that he should apologize for from your perspective? this past episode but the episode before that there was something you i don't know you're talking about whores 
And oh, yeah, he does that. Justin forced an apology from you and you declined it, but whatever. I mean, water on the bridge. I guess. What do you want me to call him? No, no, no. What Small do you want me to call people that are, have whorish tendencies? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. We have come up with small business owners on this. Uh, on this, I don't think you guys came up with it. You're just using that as a term. I'm pretty certain we came up with it. Okay. T- you tell me, Jay. Leave me out of this. We came up uh, with it. Nope. <laughs> I am not getting into this. Okay. I love right. you both equally, and I will not be drugging to this conflict. Um. Let's get into this episode. You love us both equally. Yeah, well, it's like a, I don't know about that. Differently, but equally. Same Season thing. four, episode nine, <laughs> shit going down. Rearing its head. Yeah. Uh, season four, episode nine, The Watchers on the Wall. It was released on June the 8th, 2014. Which seems insane. It's pretty crazy. That was 2014? Yeah. Eight years ago? Yeah. Eight years ago. It was directed by Neil Marshall, who I don't remember. I don't think we've had a Neil Marshall. far. And directed by D&D. No, because I read about this episode before I came in preparation, and uh, Thank you. they said that he had directed an episode in season two as well. I don't okay, remember, so one other time. Don't remember the look name at, of it. Look but, at Nate coming in here with yeah. the with the facts. Proud of you. Yeah, thanks. Uh, we open with a talk uh, between John and Sam. Uh this is after John and Sam have been assigned uh, watch duties on top of the wall, and it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a understanding that this might be the end for them, and Sam is realizing that he's never had sex and he's kind of bummed about it, so he's like trying to live vicariously through John's experiences. Mm-hmm. John doesn't kiss and tell. No. I like that about him. Respectful. <clears throat> he isn't giving Sam much to go on here. He could have at least gave some like tips or something though. I, know, well, I think Sam like needed the help and I kind of fell short there. Sorry, I John. I think John was kind of like, what's the point? Like you're not it you didn't do it. This is the end for us. I don't need to get into detail. Yeah, here. but I mean Sam's got an opportunity later on to just hit it and quit it. And he doesn't take it. So, I mean, we'll get to it. But he he doesn't seem like he really wants it that bad. Yeah, He's like talked he, about it a couple times. And an opportunity for like a quickie, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and I think Gilly would have been down. Sweaty after the battle, you know. No, 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 no before that. Well, we'll get to it. We'll get okay. to it. We'll get there. So, um, they then, the conversation kind of evolves. Um, John was like, so you and Gilly never like did it. And he said, no. Um, and then he's like, well, she never offered, which I thought was funny. Um, so then John's talking to him about vows. Like, Oh wait, so you would have, you know, had she been willing, you would have like forsaken your vows. And that's when Sam's like, actually, um, (laughs) the vows don't actually like, he spent a lot of time thinking about loophole. loophole. Yeah. It's a loophole here. The vows don't actually say what you can and can't do in regard to the, relationship it just says you can't be married and you can't father children but what our vows have to say about other dot 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 activities dot 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 is open to interpretation in which we learn that uh thorn isn't a fan of interpretation. interpretation not a big fan um and so then they're talking about the arrows for all of us soon i'd imagine line where it's just like this ominous the show this episode starts with this 
tone of we're all gonna die <laughs> it's all pointless what's the point there's a hundred thousand wildlings that like are right there and you kind of know that they're right there and there's a hundred of these dudes it just it's gonna be a problem it just doesn't if I were in that scenario, there's no way I could rationalize, like, hope. I'd leave. I'd leave. Because here's the thing. You stay, you die. You leave, you die. Might as well take your, you know, take your chances leaving, I think. If you leave, though, there's a chance you don't because you can just pretend you were never part of the Night's Watch. And everyone of the Night's Watch is yeah. going to be dead. Who's going to... You were part of the battle. You know, like it's like uh, when Davos got got saved when he was, you know, shipwrecked or whatever on that island in Blackwater Bay. You were part of the battle, and like no one second guesses that. Like, oh, you escaped all of the killing and shit. Yeah, um, like lose lose scenario for sure. Yeah, I would just lie my way out of that shit. It's good to know I'm that not about just you. Sit there and let these motherfuckers kill me. Yeah, if it was like ten thousand to a hundred, I'd still feel pretty like bummed. But a hundred thousand. That's a lot. There's no we've we talked about this before on this show, and I've said it off the show. If I lived in this world, I would have died so quickly. Yeah. <laughs> so fast. <laughs> it would have been it for the sicknesses, the diseases would have killed me. If not that, it's, some horrible It's way too fucking act. cold. <laughs> There's no chance. I stand no chance. I don't know how these like Sam for as soft as he's been portrayed, way tougher than me. I would agree. But By, I like how he stepped up this episode. Like this was like really cool to see. I don't yeah, know. He had some hero moments. Character yeah. There were some interesting like uh you know you know, character development sort of things that happened this this episode with more than just Sam, and we'll get into that, but um, I thought for an episode that doesn't have a whole lot of story to it, and it's mainly just a uh, hour long battle, it had quite a bit of character development. Yeah, there were some really good moments, um, some sad moments, some like feel good sad moments, some sad sad moments, some um, romance, which I'm always missing in this stupid show. <laughs> the romance of <laughs> I'm holding a bow and arrow to your face. No, like Sam and John like talking about sex and then the whole Egret and John thing in the future. I don't know. And Sam and Gilly. I enjoyed it. And Sam and Gilly, yeah. Get out and of here. Ollie and Egret. And Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also quickly, before we move on, get a quick glimpse of the owl that we kind of, you can kind of like connect the dots that this is a warged owl from the thin who's in the camp with the wildlings who are over the wall on, on the good side of the wall. I thought it was Hedwig and he was just letting everybody. <laughs> Hedwig was just like hanging out in this different, we talked about a lot of the like. Dumbledore cross- sent me to, to report what happened. <laughs> the crossover characters from Harry Potter. Hedwig, Hedwig. made an appearance as herself. So <laughs> Is Hedwig a, a girl? Yes. Who knew? Who knew? I knew. And I, knew. I knew. You knew? Did you know? I didn't read the books or anything. And you could have just said, yeah. Hedwig didn't lift her leg, so no. <laughs> didn't oh, do that. Didn't that's that owl, owl cloaca. <laughs> what? I believe birds oh have cloacas. Oh, is that a fancy word for vagina? Yeah. Slash pussy? Slash I mean, I don't think it's a vagina because it's a bird. Because it's a cloaca. Yeah. Okay. Is that... I don't know what that is. I don't know if I've ever seen like bird sex. There's, I'm going to be really honest. There's a few types of creatures that I don't know how they reproduce. Birds. <laughs> what are the others? 
Humans? Fish. Okay, yeah, that's good. Oh, fish usually, uh, like, the, Don't they, like, the female lays the clutch of eggs, and then the, fe- the male stuff on Yeah, them? just, like, sprays it. Into the water. Them. What about reptiles? Yeah. I think reptiles... Bang. Bang. Yeah. I know frogs, so I've, I've seen... I've seen lizards for bang, So yeah. what for about sure. snakes? Snakes bang, I think. How? It's, I mean... Where is the snake penis? I don't know. This is what this is. I thought that I'm, was part of the curse in I'm like glad, Genesis chapter one. Like, I'm glad you no longer have up. a penis. But I'm glad this came up because I have you thought about this often. Duck penises? <laughs> oh my God. I've never seen a duck penis. Google a I duck spit on this Google, microphone. I'll do it right Google now. a duck penis. I'm not okay, going to ruin my algorithm it. like that. Oh, I'll ruin do it. it. It's gone. You think <laughs> you're just going to get like duck porn <laughs> suggested to you? I well, hope That's what happened after I Googled that Waluigi duck penis. Um, well, this is note for the audio. Justin weird. and Nicholas are have, looking it's it up. Spiral. It's like it a corkscrew. Is. Corkscrew penises. Don't show me. You don't want to see. No. Okay. Um, Very interesting. What's crazy is like the uh, <laughs> the corkscrew. The, now there's a diagram showing how it works. The bird vagina of a female duck is like also corkscrewed. So they've like perfect fit. <laughs> but they've like it's like it's crazy. You think it's evolutionary though? This one like got the, an STD. Like the uh, oh god, like <laughs> the the ducks that didn't have the corkscrew penises weren't able to reach produce, well, and then therefore ducks don't have corkscrew penises anymore. What's cra- they do? Yeah, what's crazy is that I think I said saw something somewhere that like every once in a while there's a genetic mutation where the corkscrew is going the wrong direction. Oh no, and those fuckers can't do anything. Just some, see, that's what I mean. That's just that's just evolution in in you know in yeah. motion. Wow, that. Aren't you glad you saw that? <laughs> I'm not not glad I saw that. I don't know how to feel, but I'm glad that we talked about this because I've thought about it a lot, and there's several creatures, birds being one of them. I have no idea how it happens. Snakes is the other main one. Fish, you answered that question for me. Yeah. Um, I'll 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 put a list together. Just for me, yeah. Because I seem to know you seem to know a, a lot about too, animal, a little too much about <laughs> animal reproduction. Animal. I just paid attention in like classes. I don't think we ever went through the module of here's how birds fuck. They didn't go over that in Christian school. No, no, I didn't. No, I didn't get corkscrew penises. I got shove your penis oh. through a spider web. That was just because I listened to a lot of and watch a lot of uh, meat eater. Oh, okay. So interesting. Um. Anyway. Steve Ranella, what's his that guy's name? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Okay, there you go. So then we go to the wildling camp. The, these are the wildlings who are have have already climbed the wall. This is the group that John was with: um, Tormund, Egret, the Thins, uh, and Tormund is going into this story about how he fucked a bear. Um, and I just have a question. I think I know how bears do it. This goes. This is like a it perfect segue. Perfectly yeah. in. Bears do it uh, like uh, like dogs. Yeah, probably. So it is feasible that he could have done this, but why? Well, I don't really know. He did seem to be bragging about it. Yeah, I think just probably because bears are like tough. So if you can like bag yeah. a bear, yeah, you could fuck down. a bear. Yeah, guys are disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. What? The guys are pretty disgusting. Yeah, guys are so gross. it's not that's I've never wanted to fuck a bear though. Yeah, I don't know if that's all guys. I can it's honestly just, say just I've never wanted to fuck a bear. And there are women that well, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> that was a good catch. That that's some growth from you, Nick. 
You're doing it. I'm proud of you. Um, Character here, development. Here's a question. Right before our eyes. Do we think that he fucked a bear? No, he absolutely didn't fuck a bear. There's no way. I, we, I have some friends like this that do this same shit. And they're, they're every once in a while, you have to pull an egret on them. You have to be like, bro, I know you didn't fucking do that. They know you didn't fucking do that. And I don't want to hear about how you want to say you fucking did that. So just shut the fuck up. And that's what Egret said. Egret said, I can't handle this right now. She's such a badass. I love her. If there's anybody who did do it. Oh, it's Tormund. It's got to be Tormund. I would think it'd be one of the Thins. The Thins? Yeah. They like humans. I don't know. They don't seem as like... Sexually Tormund's been... Yeah, Tormund's been very sexual all the way through. Like... um. One of the early on early on times that we like meet him, he's like giving us some sex lessons. Like some people say, go do it, you know, a few pumps and they're done. Like you gotta take it slow, take your time. Don't get in there until she's nice, and juicy. That's okay. Yeah, keep going. Like, yeah, no. I think she said. I think he says like a baby seal. <laughs> so, thing is what he uses. I don't know. Can you hear that in your headphones? The yeah. cats in the background. Sorry, my cats are. Across from us through the open window, and just, just she wants my attention. Are the windows open over there? Yes. Why don't you go close them? Huh? Why don't you go close them? Because I don't want to close them. Okay, cool. He doesn't have headphones on, so when you whisper, I can't hear. <laughs> oh. Um. So your vote is no. Didn't fuck a bear. Your vote is no. no. I don't think he fucked a bear. I'm gonna say yes. I want right. to believe in the man torment. All right. Good. Good he for you. Allegedly. Did it with a giant, giantess. Yeah, that it is no. I think allegedly he was he like suckled at the teat of a giant. I think that was it. I think he talked about killing her husband. Yeah, and then climbed into bed with her, her his wife. But I think he was just suck. I don't think he was trying to fuck her. What's the difference between a giant and a bear at this point? Right. Claw. Maybe he's actually talking about the giant. He just calls her a bear. I don't. I don't think so. I think this Seems is a, this is one of those like a term like, of endearment. Yeah, I don't think yeah. this is metaphorical. My, That's sweet, my, sweet, my bear. sweet bear. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my honey bear. <laughs> um. So that after Egret goes off on him, uh, the Magnar Finn like says you have a lot to say about killing, um, and that's when they kind of get into it. She stands up and like gets in his face and then he stands up and he's I don't know, a foot and a half taller than her. What? Oh nothing. Oh, you had a look on your face that Well, yeah, I'm gonna screamed, bring it up in a second. I wanna say something. If I want to say something, I'll scream. I wanna say <laughs> I wanna say something. <laughs> what were you what were you gonna bring up? Well, at the end of this, I was I was waiting until you got there. At the end of this, he says that uh that net when she sees John, she's gonna he says that she is going to slice him off a piece of ginger minge. Yep. What the fuck is minge? I would guess from context clues. Vagina. Yes. Yep. Did just, anybody I've have never heard that term before? It's probably a thin thing. You guys ever heard this term before? I feel yeah. like maybe. Okay. Because. Yeah. But. Uh, not what I use in everyday. Yeah, maybe not. Life. I don't really know. Would you mind starting to use it more? I don't use vagina in regular everyday life. Typically, I don't use the p word either. I know I said it earlier. You already <laughs> said it. Why are you? I'm not a huge. I'm gonna fan Google of it. what makes my skin crawl when I say it. 
But sometimes I say it just to see if it still makes my skin crawl. The word pussy? Yeah. It's British it. it's British <laughs> slang for the female genitals. British slang. Bite men minge. Yep. That means bite female genitals. You didn't say that on the Great British Baking Show, so I didn't know that one. (laughs) I don't know that one. That one's... uh, They're not talking about minge while they're making cupcakes? (laughs) Ginger, yes. Minge. Not minge. Um, Oh, man. What if they baked like a vagina I was about to say, this is a minge cake. (laughs) Hey, that reminds me of that place in in the text that we talked about, the sex dessert place. We We still need to do that. Uh, Sully and uh, for our other show, and you would be a fun addition to this. I think. Um, there's apparently a place in Orlando. It's like a romantic dessert place. Is it called for- Better Than Sex? Because haven't you gone to Better Than Sex? No. Isn't that? Is well, that I what think you're it is about? what it's called. Yeah. 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 Why? Why do you think I've gone? I thought you had told me a story back in the day that you went to Better Than Sex. Never been. I didn't know about it until oh, I think okay. Sully. Did you bring it up? I think Sully. It's did. supposed to be really good. Well, we yeah, but we're gonna go as just like us, just yeah. us, yeah. Sure. because it's designed for couples to be like an intimate thing. But we oh, were just so like, funny. how Emily? Yeah, don't rain on our parade. She's raining. You're not Bunch invited. Of comedians. I think it would be fun. I'd go. You're invited. I like dessert. I like sex. I and you like, like you. and you like us. <laughs> um, Why not? So yeah. So did you have anything else to add about Ginger Minge? No, I just wanted to make sure that we talked about that because, of course, never. <laughs> we'll fit it in. Okay. Okay. I, um. Anyway, I'm like watching it. Like, should I be laughing at that? I don't know what that is though. And then you're like the guy laughing at the joke that you don't get the joke, and then eventually somebody else in the room is like. Hey, um, I didn't really get that joke. Can you explain that to me? And you're like, I ain't good either. Just, oh, well, you were really laughing. I'm like, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Have you done that before? Yeah. <laughs> I do it a lot. It's happened before. The worst is when someone asks you, because then do you just, you? there's no way you say, I don't know. You make something up, don't no, you? No, yeah, absolutely. So somebody <laughs> asked me the other day in, in our office, like, hey, do you know what this word means? And I went, yeah. Oh my God. And then they said, what does it mean? And I went, um, it's hard to explain. <laughs> yeah. And then I walked away. <laughs> what was the word? I can't remember. Oh. Who was it? Brett. Oh. He'll never look it up. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. So then uh, then we find Sam. So the way he and John ended was Sam said, I'm going to take the watch. You get some sleep. Uh, then we cut to a scene with Sam reading. Dude, go to sleep. This has got to be the dumbest thing. There's an impending battle coming. You've been on night watch for a long time, not gotten any good rest in a while. Let's see what you did there. You're night watch. Uh, you're given an opportunity to get some sleep, and you want to go read. He's not my kind of guy. I'm just not gonna my be vibe. honest. Agree. I like to read. I'm not gonna stay up by candlelight. It's hard to sleep when you close your eyes and you imagine the love of your life and her baby being torn to pieces and possibly eaten by the thins that tore through Molestown. Hard hard to sleep. I guess. I've never been in that scenario where I was faced with that problem. (laughs) (laughs) But how many times have you stayed up thinking about Emily being torn apart? There are times where like, it'll be like 1130 or so at night and I'm like, I'm just not gonna sleep tonight because I know every time I close my eyes, I'm gonna be thinking about like this thing or that thing or whatever. And eventually, I do go to sleep, but I'll watch a show, which is, you know, yeah, your Sam mind kind of wanders. Sam at doesn't night, have so. Netflix, so you want to hear a fun story about this? Sure. On typically, I edit 
these podcasts on Sunday nights Very late. and then uh, release them Monday morning. So this Sunday, I uh, had my kids and bedtime happened later than normal. So I got kind of a start a little later than normal. And it was like 3 a.m. and I was still editing. And then I realized, I don't know if I'm going to get much sleep tonight. So I got the episode uploaded, whatever. Because I usually schedule it to release at 3 a.m. Because that's midnight on West Coast, Best Coast. Um, so, um, uh, so I went and laid in bed and Oliver sleeps next to me. And, um, it was like three 30 at this point and I was just wide awake and I had to wake up at six because I had to like get ready and then go take them and drop them off. And, um, Jesus, I got zero sleep. I stayed up. I pulled an all nighter for the first time in a long time Wow, because I couldn't sleep. So I just watched some Vikings. So there you go. This is what Uh, Sam's doing. He was, I had to edit that podcast. He didn't have to read. That's true. So I want to say it's a little different. But um, I just thought that you might appreciate that and appreciate all the effort that I put into the show. Of course I appreciate that. What are you okay. talking about? I just wanted to make sure. Of course. That you knew what was going on. Um, it's not my fault they gave me the biggest contract. I mean, I still, I do appreciate the work. I don't know what, you know. The big big wigs are are doing up there, you know. They clearly don't know what's going on. Get a on. better agent. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> um, so uh, Maester Eamon comes in uh, and he starts this whole thing about talking about thousands of books and no eyes to read them, <laughs> which is kind of depressing, honestly, because um, we don't really know like how long he's been blind. But Eamon's kind of like that. Like he's kind of like morbidly funny. Oh yeah, you know. Um, like a dark sense of humor. For sure. I think that this is the worst job you can get if you're blind. Probably, yeah. I can't think of another job. Like, you're in charge of the books. You're the librarian. <laughs> like, lol. <laughs> you're in charge of the communication. So like writing letters and stuff, and the library. Alistair Thorne just sitting there, like, you know what we'll make Eamon do? <laughs> Be in charge of the books. <laughs> I mean, it really is pretty messed up. Um. So anyway, then he and Sam. Uh, they start talking about love. He mentions that love is the death of, of duty. I told that to your friend Jon Snow. He didn't listen to me, and neither did you. Neither will you. Um, and Sam's like, wait a second. I don't love her. And he says, they get into a little argument, like a elementary, like, yes, you do. No, I don't. Yes, you do. Um, anyway, so then, then they kind of get into, like, the conversation about Sam, his experience, you know, Gilly. And then Eamon kind of transitions it and he's, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you should have done it in the mic. Um, so then, then he starts talking about like, he, he's kind of reminiscing on his past life. Mm. Now, I'm not going to give anything away. I think we should. Not giving it away, but I think we can go into the theories. So here's my question, because there's, we did already see the scene where she talked about her experience, right? The person that I'm referring to. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so if that's the case, then we can go into it. I just I couldn't remember if I like that was that we talked about on the show or if that comes later. Well, maybe we don't get into that one then. There's another theory. There there are theories about who this woman that Eamon is talking about is, um, and Eamon's saying that he was in love with her before he you know uh, became a maester, and um, and you know Sam doesn't Sam's like you know kind of joking like he can't. 
imagine Eamon Young and in love, and he's like talking about how much he can see her and and how much it's really sweet. It is very sweet. Um, so there is there are multiple theories about who this woman is. One of the theories, though, that is not ever mentioned later in the show, um, explicitly, is that Eamon uh has this kind of kin you know kindred uh bond with Sam because he was in love with a wildling woman and mm. he fathered a child with her and that child grew up to be Craster oh my god uh. that is the that's one theory that is on that which would then mean that Craster has Targaryen blood, which could be why he is drawn to marrying his his children or people that are in his family, which was a very common Targaryen thing, which would also mean that the White Walkers that are made by Craster's sons are Targaryen in nature, which would then open up the possibility we have... We have oh, Targaryens yeah. that are that are you know connected to dragons, mm-hmm. and we have dragons in this world now, and we have White Walkers in this world. There could be some fucking connection between these White Walkers and these dragons, and I don't know what happens when a White Walker meets a dragon, but fucking a, I don't want to be around for it. So this theory could be they just have tea. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sit around. <laughs> what did you do today? Um, it's like. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I almost went to a Seinfeld quote, but it's not as funny to everybody else as it is to me. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, that is one theory that he's Craster's father. Because um, in the books, Egret talks about how Craster is more uh, like a, a, a crow than he is a wildling because he has crow blood. Well, and he was a crow at one point. Not Craster. You're talking about, you think of Mance. So Crasser was always in the north. Crasser was always a wildling, yeah. Correct. Um, but Egret says that he has crow blood. That's why he's kind of a he's kind of a, like an outcast. Yeah. Um, and he also has some sort of connection to the to the Night's, Night's Watch. Watch where people come and stay and you know, he somewhat welcomes them and keeps them under his protection kind of stuff. But yeah, so Egret says that in the book that he uh you know, he was a, a you know a ranger, you know or someone had sex with a wildling woman from White Tree Village and, you know, got her pregnant. And then she went back to Castle Black to show them the baby. And, um, cause that would have been a, a, you know, um, a, you know, broken, you know, break the vow kind of thing. And they like shoot her away with their horns and what, all that kind of stuff. Not to blow in holes. Yeah. Blow them. Go for it. Maesters went through extensive training at the Citadel so and he when he when he chose to decline the crown, he then went to the citadel for training. He 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 turned it down in favor of that. So, to my knowledge, Eamon was never a ranger. No, well, she says she says a crow, but then some. You know, this thing it talks about a you know possible ranger. There's lots of there's lots of theories of. Craster's origins. So this is not the only one. There's lots of them. Some of them have to do with Starks. And so, but but it is clear that he is the product of a, a Night's Watch man and a wildling woman. Um, and so, you know, this is one of those where Eamon would have been beyond the wall multiple times before. That weirwood tree that they go to, 
um, to to do the vows. It's that, beyond the it's, wall. It's, a, it's like a mile outside of the wall, so it's it's a pretty good ways. He would have been out, you know, along uh, outside the wall at some point along the way, and that's what they're talking about in this theory. So, anyways, there are other ones about who this woman is. Um, this is a fun one to take into it further because it leads more into the White Walkers and like who they are, what they do, their connections, things like that. And you um, don't want to talk about the other one. I don't think so. I don't think we're to that point yet. Um, so that person, I think what we were thinking was when was a different scene where that person was talking about a different experience and we can't get into that. That's why I couldn't remember. That's why I couldn't remember if it was like more later. Um, I think, I think it is. So anyways, kind of fun, fun little fan theory. How do you know all of this shit? It's the internet. I know, but like how do you remember (laughs) it? It's wild. I read it like 10 minutes ago. Uh, I know you like think that I'm like a Superman, but like you are. No, I'm you're not. perfect in every way. Not at all. Well, almost every way. Um, bum bum bum. <laughs> uh, so he, which we already knew he was Aemon Targaryen, but he kind of you know talks more in depth with Sam about it. Um, then he tells Sam to go to bed. Sam kind of leaves, and he's presumably going to bed. But then he hears a commotion at the gate. And he recognizes that voice because how could you not? Because it <laughs> is a little bit annoying. Um, like mine. Uh, and he realizes that this is Gilly. And you kind of see his body language change from like, he's kind of like bummed to this kind of like panicky excitement. Yeah. Uh, and he runs over to the gate and tells Pip to, you know, open the gate. Pip says, I can't. Thorn ordered me not to open it for anyone. And he... Sam yells at him. Sam gets loud. Very loud and says, Pip, open the fucking gate. <laughs> and Pip aggressive. immediately shuts the window and moves to open it and Okey-doke. looks back. I've never heard you curse before. And Sam says, well, you better get used to it. He yeah. said you best to get used to it. Like yeah. it, it, He like breaks character for like one second and then goes right back to being Sam. It's awesome. It is funny. Um, it's good. So then Gilly and Sam are united. She is obviously flustered, which we did we mention earlier uh at the end of the egret scene in Moltown. We actually saw Gilly walking up on the um kind of the little like uh hilltop when the wildlings were in their camp and the Magnar Finn and uh Egret are kind of beefing. It shows a scene of a cloaked person yeah, holding cloaked, something in yeah, their arms, right. which was Egret walking past she so she gilly. was that close to i mean sorry uh gilly walking past so she was that close to the yeah. wildlings um so anyway she's panicked naturally so uh kind of goes in on sam a little bit like it's not his fault you know but she was a little bit aggressive in her approach but i do understand because she did just go through <laughs> some shit um and then she's like you know don't ever leave me again he says i won't wherever you go i go to and I rolled my eyes massively because women aren't allowed at the wall at Castle Black, and Sam has vows he has to keep. So, like, I don't really know how this is going to work out, but it was a nice moment in that uh, particular moment. So, um, then we get uh, the f- then we get the scene with the fire, um, and this is allegedly the the biggest fire the North has ever seen. Yeah, it's so frustrating. And we, we kind of talked about this. I think when Mance said it, I might have had a spoiler on it. I'm not sure. 
But um, uh, when Mance tells Tormund, I'm going to light the, fu- the biggest fire the North has ever seen, you think it's metaphorical. Like, you think they're like, oh, what, what does that mean? That's crazy. And then all of a sudden, it's just this big fucking fire. <laughs> like, it's huge. What? I wanted it to be bigger. I burned the woods. Oh, uh, yeah. I was thinking, like, explosion. I was thinking, like... Just let some trees on I don't fire. know. Like, light the whole wall on fire? That would be the biggest fire of the North. Like, I don't know. But just lighting the forest on fire. Surely there's been forest fires. <laughs> <Yeah>. Surely. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's pretty cold. Like campfires, but like it's, south of the wall, like in Winterfell, they could uh, light yeah. giant forest fires there. Probably. And that's still the north. Yeah, but, not to them though. I know they think that they're the real north, right? But they're not. But Rob, I mean, Rob's all the north. campfires that happen yeah. and shit like that, like burning bodies and shit. It's got to have caught fire at some point, right? And then. Mance is like, no, this one's the biggest. It was, it was pretty big. I checked. But I did, I mean, the, I mean, sky, record. the sky was so illuminated that Tormund and his gang could see it from the other side of the wall. Yeah, so it was, like it was obviously like pretty, pretty if significant. If you've ever driven like or been close to a forest fire, a brush fire or something like that, you can see the glow of it. And it's pretty like eerie. It's pretty weird. We um, We were coming back. From um, the beach one time uh, here when we were living here in Orlando, we were going is when we lived in on the east side, and we we're going that you know like you get to Highway 50 that's out there like towards Titusville um, where you drive through like the St. John's River like little like Christmas. estuary yeah yeah Christmas. yeah so yes. they shut down 50 um, and we had we didn't know um, but they shut it down because there was a brush fire um, that was getting close to 50 so they weren't allowing any cars to get through. And you could see it. You could smell it. It was really fucking eerie. And, you know, it sucked because now we had to find a way home that you, you know, couldn't get it was home. A, it, yeah, was it was a very nightmare. different way. But because um, at that point, your GPS doesn't know that you are going a different direction because that road is closed, you know, temporarily. And right. so every turn you it's make, like, your GPS go is like, back. turn around. Go back. <laughs> turn around. Yeah. And you're like, I can't fucking turn around. I got to keep going this way. And then it just, you know. And then it turns into me yelling at GPS. GPS yells at me. I yell at Emily. Emily yells at me. It's not. Those are trying times. Indeed. <laughs> I'm glad that you endured. Made it through. Um, Anyways, brush fires are crazy. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've only ever seen like controlled burns. Yeah. And those are usually like during the day. So you can see the smoke from a long way away, but yeah. I've never seen it at night. Um, but it does look cool. Eerie. Eerie as fuck. Um, I'm sure it's a little more like eerie and ominous when it's not a TV show and it's like, we're, dr- we're trying yeah. to get home or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> it's probably a little, uh, creepier. Um, the thing that stuck out to me in this was, uh, so the fire starts, they blow the horn two times to indicate wildlings. And then they show kind of the commotion on top of the wall. And I have never hated something more. Then I hated the conditions I saw them in on top of the wall. The wind is swirling. There's snow like blowing all different directions. It just looks miserably cold. Like I've been in some pretty cold weather. This looks like the worst thing I could ever imagine. I hated it. And all the while they're enduring these conditions. And now they're having to like come to grips of, 
we have to now fight this battle. Like, yeah. there was always a chance that, like, maybe this battle was, like, not actually going to happen. Like, maybe Mance would change his mind. Maybe John was lying about it. Maybe they decided to go a different direction. Like, whatever. There was always that chance, but now it's, like, real. The horn's blown. You see the fire. You got to come to grips with that. All while dealing with the worst weather conditions ever. They're, um, pro- they're probably kind of used to it, though. I don't they, like, know if I would ever get used to it. Yeah, yeah. they live there. It's like, have you seen the like people that live in like, I don't know, like Norway or wherever, and they like do the like polar bear ice swimming or whatever. Oh yeah, like, like the old dude, like the old naked dudes that just like swim in the cold ass river. Have you yeah. seen that? I've seen it. Yeah. yeah, I've seen it on The Bachelor. That's where I've seen it. Oh, but like, she it seems like her... they're pretty used to it. They're like not like complaining or anything. Yeah, I guess. I think, I mean, you start to, like, get yourself ready for that. You know, like, you have the, the really, really big cloak, you know, uh, uh, yeah, but coats and... Yeah, but they're, like, in, they live there. Yeah. Like, have you ever seen, like, Canadians... I live here, and I'm still hot as fuck in the summertime. It, well, but... And the spring. But and I, the guarantee right you, I guarantee and you... I guarantee you... right now, I'm hot. <laughs> I guarantee you that if someone who's, like, from Maine comes down here... During the summer, they're going to be a lot worse off than you are. Yeah. Maybe. Possibly. Well, probably not because they would bring shorts and I don't wear shorts. So I do I do think they are a little used to it. I remember the first Another time flaw. that John was on Another like one. the wall duty. It was still when Tyrion was there and like the wind is whipping and like it's <sighs> horrible. And, yeah. And it just it looks miserable and it kind of looks like that now, too. And you add in the fact that, you know, there's. A hundred thousand people that want to kill you, um, just right over there, mm-hmm. right down there. So you'd run. Uh, I'd be I would just before they got there. I'd stand and fight, but I'd die quick. What do you? What would you do? Would you fight? Would you run? Would you? I mean, I am a person who is part of the Night's Watch. Yes, that's what the mindset that I'm supposed to get into. Yep. Um, yeah, I'd probably fight and die. I would probably wouldn't be very good at fighting, but I'd be getting a, probably like an arrow through the throat or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> what uh? What would you do, Emily? I don't know. I'm. I get a lot of anxiety around those scenarios. I like things to be predictable, and when something like that happens, I would kill one person and would just be so excited, <laughs> and then be like, "Oh, like." shit there's you know a thousand plus more people i have to kill this really sucks and so yeah. i think i would and then arrow <laughs> and then yeah and that'd be thinking yeah and then boom. i mean this is sort of like uh we didn't get into this but on the the episode of the sjn show where we talked about ukraine we were talking about a little bit about like uh if there was a draft yeah and i do feel and hopefully i don't get like arrested for this but I'd be straight up trying to draft dodge. Oh, like, for sure. A hundred percent. Yeah. They like call my name. I'd be like, I ain't here. Like, <laughs> nah, bro. Stop using credit cards. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> like, I'm <laughs> going to, I'm finding somewhere. Like, I'm not signing up to fight. Where would you go? Somewhere. Bahamas, bro. Bahamas. Bahamas. They speak English. They use the dollar. Sex change. The, the, your, all your credit cards and shit still work there. Then every only American like, Express is going to know exactly where to find you. I like yeah, but they can't get. It's a fucking different country. They can't get to you. It's a different country. It's sixty miles off the like off the shore. You might even be able to like 
go just like to the wilderness of like Alaska or something. Like no one's going up there. I'd to rather fight. Yeah, but see, that's why I'm going to I'd Bahamas. Like go to the Bahamas because it's like nice, you know. How you get into the Bahamas? A boat? Yeah. He People drive know. boats all there all the time. He has such a positive attitude. Oh, figure it out. I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go live okay, on Nassau. Here's what it is. So Sean's family lives over on that side of the of Sean is a friend of mine. Uh oh yeah, yeah, Sean. Yeah, well, I was talking to him because he knows Sean. And she knows Sean. You're the only fucking person here that doesn't know Sean, okay? I know a couple Sean's. <laughs> you don't know this Sean. <laughs> so um, You don't know our Sean. <laughs> he his family lives over on that side of the state. And they have a boat, and they actually have have taken trips to I think it's Bimini like a lot because you it's just a it's just a couple hour boat ride. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Is that an it's, island? A, it's an island in the Bahamas, the Bahamas. It's like chain. Yeah, now you know. S H the Bachelor, and you'll know these things. S H A U N. Oh, yeah, like Shaun of the Dead. He's in my he's in my phone uh, with a W only because I know it pisses him off, and so. Yeah. Why why are there three ways to spell Shaun? Don't know, fuck man. that name. Don't know. What are the? What's the third one? S E A N. Oh yeah, I wasn't thinking about that one. Yeah, that yeah. one's that one get you. Like our Lord Sean Bean. Yeah, that's the one. That's dark. Scene. Scene Bean. Yeah, that Scene that's Bean. that's the wrong way to spell Sean. Well, it should be Sean Bond, right? Yeah. <laughs> um. You see what I, you see what I did? Yeah. Okay. The same joke that I did, but just reversed. Yeah, different. Yeah. Scene Bean. Sean Bond. <laughs> um, where the fuck were we? This is how we end up with two hour episodes. Um, okay, so this moment when everything's like coming to realization and they're like fear is like peaking is when uh, Alistair Thorne is now looking at all of this and realizing that we, we didn't do enough. Uh, and this is when he has the moment with John. I actually liked this moment. Same. I think that it stayed true to his character, Thorn, but it also was redemptive in nature because it was it was not something he we would normally have seen from him. So I like that it wasn't totally like a I'm sorry, John, give me a hug. Kind of like they totally broke his yeah, character. But I need you tonight, you know, right? Like something like they, that. No. He, he was still a giant dick. Yeah, but he did acknowledge like. I fucked this one up. You're right. We should have sealed that tunnel. <laughs> yeah. Like you can say you, you can say it if you want. We should have sealed the tunnel. And it's too late now. And we didn't. Um, then he goes into the whole like leadership bit. You know what leadership means, Lord Snow. And he says he basically goes into like um this whole bit about like second guessing and how, you know, everyone around you is gonna second guess you. Um, but and you're fine until you start second guessing yourself, and that's when that's when it's over. That's the end, yeah. Everybody's dead. Um, he uses twat a few times here, which I think is always a good addition yeah, good, to any good ad. I don't think I've ever worked twat, that into. <laughs> I've never worked that one in. I've said a lot of like crazy shit. I've never been able to work that one into you've, conversation. You've slowed down on your use of the c word more recently. Uh, we've not been watching Game of Thrones as much. It took a few weeks off. Why'd we do that? And we got a C word in this episode too. Um, because we, yeah, I was did. actually Alistair does it here very shortly. Very shortly. So that was the thing with the so Alistair's another one of those <laughs> right in the mic. Alistair's another one of those. We were talking about Sam's you know development in this episode. Like Alistair's obviously not a a main character, you know, or or as big a character as Sam is, but the, he does have some redemptive nature to him in 
this episode. Um, and it's cool because, and like you just said, and I'm, I'm glad you, you mentioned this, it stays true to his character, though. He's still a dick. He's still like, you know, when he is uh, inspiring the, uh, you know, the, the people on the wall and the people down below, he's doing it in a very Alistair Thorne sort of way. Yeah. Like, um, does, you know, does Nuck mean draw you cunts? <laughs> like, yeah. And, and they say no. Like, but, but it's an inspiring kind of, it's him. Um, and it's true to his character, so I like that. I like that they gave him some of that redemption, but they also kept him true to uh, the dickhead that he is. I like how in this episode, twice now, you have, with two totally different words, given us both the first letter in an avoidance of that word, but then also just set it all together. And I really appreciate that about you. Yeah, sometimes I feel it, sometimes I don't. So... um I, I just wanted I you to I want to keep that. you guys on your toes. You, you know? do that. You do that. I don't want you to know what's coming. I never know with you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since we got that. Um, now, if you've ever wondered what... What we're doing when what we're doing, winter is coming. That's what we're doing. And by we, I mean Nick. Oh, you mean like coming. <laughs> like ah. <laughs> oh, I'm glad that you're getting this firsthand. I'm sorry. I get to ruin this it. all the time. Yeah, this is, <laughs> yeah, this this is just a normal true. day. Um, I'm me, man. I don't do. I don't change my shit around different people. I'm just me, except for parents. For better or worse, yeah. <laughs> except for parents. All parents or just your parents? We appreciate Pretty much. that. <laughs> my parents and its parents probably. Both, yeah, her parents and mine. Other parents, I'm kind of like. I mean, I'll play the part if I need to. What if? Are you ever worried that they would stumble across this? Sure. Um, dad, I mean, worried is a strong word. Like his what dad I, pays us money every month. Yeah, his, my dad's a. I was gonna say, yeah, his dad's a patron. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, my yeah, my dad's a patron, but um, my mom's upset that he's a patron because he's like, you're supporting him. <laughs> like, yeah, because we paid dad. them like five minutes of the podcast, and she was horrified. Horrified. Um, well, she listened takes. to the part where Lauren told me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> So she likes uh, that. That wasn't even you. No, I know. Um, but anyways, uh, I have thought about that. But then when I think about it, I'm like, but it's what I do in my free time is I'm an adult. Like, I pay my bills, you know? Yeah, sure. I'm I, a man. Yeah, right. I can do what I want. Yeah. So Would you I'm, like to dive deeper? I feel like we need a little bit of therapy right now. No, I almost no. <laughs> I almost said fuck up, but then I was like, nah, nah, nah I don't want to say more. that. Nah. And then you did now, so it's no. Perfect. I said I almost said that. <laughs> I'm, not, um, I'm not worried about my parents, but Liz's parents. Yeah, but the good thing is that they're like really old. So <laughs> watch a think, podcast. Yeah, like, pretty much. <laughs> she go. like uh, her mom especially like is the type of person who won't even does not and will not ever for the rest of her life. Uh, enter her credit card information on any website ever. Yeah, they'll get you. Yeah, so it's like <laughs> if if she wants to order something off Amazon, she asks us to buy it and then write it. you a check. I'm yeah, sure, basically. Even yeah. though at the bottom of every check, she just gives us cash. your fucking bank account. Isn't that number. crazy? Yeah, it is crazy, isn't it? Yeah. She oh, she gives you cash. Yeah. Okay, well that's different. Interesting. Yeah, but so I'm not like it. Sometimes it's like maybe, and then I'm like nah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even own a checkbook. You should. You do need some checks sometimes. 
I have a checkbook. I've gone a while without using checks. Yeah. Well, I can't wait till you need it. And guess who's not going to help you? Well, not you. You will help me. (laughs) Um, He's such a sucker. Of course I'll help you. I know. Just give me this puppy dog eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Something else. Um, That puppy dog dick. (laughs) (laughs) It comes full circle. I do know how dogs... It's a corkscrew. You're, by the way... You ever seen dogs doing it? Yeah. Yeah. They get stuck. Yeah. Because there's like a barb at the end of the... Well, it swells. I know. Right. It's, yeah. And it's like... <laughs> How do you guys all know this shit? I, there were dogs were boys. in <laughs> my backyard one time when I was a teenager. Everything swells. Doing it. And we were like... You were doing it and watching a dog do it at the same no, time? No, no, no. Oh, was in that God. same laundromat. I didn't do it when I was the a teenager, same. first of all. <laughs> um, second of all, we were like... It had been going on for like a while and it seemed like the girl dog was You're, no longer enjoying it. So we tried to like oh. separate them. Oh. Yeah, you can't do that. Couldn't do it. Could not physically were un, was unable <gasps> to get the It's like latched in there. It's like latched in, yeah. So they just we had to like Until wait. Until he like finishes or what? I guess. Oh my god. And he, he had, had to wait, wait for the swelling to go down. Poor thing. Yeah. He had some salmon on him, that dog. Uh, <laughs> he was a black dog. Roscoe was his name. <laughs> I don't know his name. I'll never forget. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I do know how dogs do it, but I'm glad we came full circle on the animal sex talk. Well, the good part of the dog thing is we have a certain style that like it reminds you. Like we don't have a duck style. You know, like well, we should. I was gonna say, like, Honestly, why not? We should. There's no duck style. There's yeah, we do. Duck. There's no bear style. We talking about bear bears. Right As here. the person least that likely, you know least likely to be the next one to have a situation where I could invent duck style, I need one of the two of y'all to come through for me. If I want to corkscrew it like that, that well, that looks, I just can you try? Weird. Can we talk about this? That later? was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. And a, and you had a spin or something like it's almost yeah. like the <laughs> alphabet. Some might say right. Oh. Mm. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was okay. Um anyway. <laughs> so that's not uh, a, that's not a penis though. <laughs> true. It's not. They are different. I can't do the alphabet with my penis. <laughs> that's hard. Why are we doing this? Um I'm gonna move on. Okay. The end of this conversation with Alistair and John. <laughs> I know you will. Uh, ended with this is the moment where I think it became abundantly clear that they really did hold true to his character was when he said, "And when all this is over, you can go on hating me, and I'll go on hoping that your wildling wildling whore had uh, finished you off with that arrow." Um, and I just thought that it was kind of like a, I don't know. I liked the moment. Like obviously, it's it's. It's not a nice moment, but it's kind of between the two. It's like an understanding of like... It seems very real and yeah. very honest. Yeah. So like you can appreciate that. Yeah. I, I just, he, he was. He didn't try to pretend in this There's moment. There's no sugarcoating. He didn't try to suck up to John. He didn't try to like, you know, win John over. He just said, I fucked this one up and I can't wait for this to be over so we can go back to normal. Um. So then we go to Sam and Gilly when he's taking her to a storage closet. Closet? Nope. Right where she should be. The kitchen. Oh my god. Boom. It wasn't the kitchen. It was the kitchen. Fuck I don't you. think it was the kitchen because uh, we saw like the kitchen. One. We saw the kitchen a little bit with the butcher cleaver. Yeah, but she there's like, like the dead animals there, and she, yeah, this is where like you the, store stuff. Like, like a, a pantry. Room. Yeah. 
Yeah, prep room. I think a prep room is better. I don't think it's a pantry. You think it's pantry? It seemed very pantry to me. Well, they also... Thank you. I think that you're outvoted three to one on this one. Fair enough. And if I know how democracies work, you lose. There is no popular vote. It's Electoral College. Electoral College said uh, I You get five votes and <laughs> yeah, we right. have half each. Um, so, Bow down. <laughs> so uh, Gilly starts freaking out. You're leaving me again. He says, well, I got to go fight. And she's like, you promised. And he said, yeah, but I didn't mean in, in every room. room. In the same room. This just like, seems so realistic because like, that would totally be me and be like, Nicholas, you promised. You just said. Yeah, you yeah. just talked about it. He's like, like, no, um, no, <laughs> Semantics, babe. Like, you're fine. I'm not leaving. Yeah. She's like, Bullshit. That, you're going up there. That's literally leaving. I don't know. I thought it was good. Gilly isn't my favorite character. I don't really have a reason to not like her. I just kind of don't. She's in my bottom three that are not like hateable characters. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. So like she's, there are hateable. She's just there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like she's just there, but I also don't like her. That's what I mean. Like she's not there are hateable characters in that like Tywin and you know and I mean I, I know we all love Tywin. Oh, we love like, Tywin. But um like uh uh Ramsey, Ruse Bolton, people like that, they're like God. What? I was just thinking about Ramsey and Ruse Bolton. Yeah, hateable. Um Gilly's not one of those, but I also hate her. Hmm. So it's weird. Yeah, I don't really have a reason. Like, I just don't. She's just a mom. I think she's just a little clingy for me. I'm she's not a, a fan. Did, she's did, I think she's you're the clingy too. one, and that's why you don't like it. You see yourself in her. I'm clingy. I don't think you're clingy. Thank you. It's, okay, I'm clingy to I'm Nick. To my husband, As, yeah. I need him. I literally watched you like... <laughs> Play with I his think nipples you, earlier at work. I so. did play with I think if nipples. you were clingy, you would text no. me back more often. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. I don't think that I'm clingy. Okay. And Nick backs me up. Do you think I'm clingy? I mean, I wouldn't say that you're clingy. Thank you. This is a democracy. I don't oh think my God. he has five votes. I have half. <laughs> he has half. This is six to half. So Nate's known you longer than anybody myself. here. That's true. Yeah. You've known me longer than, and besides I'm, my brother, anyone else still in my life. That's crazy. That's pretty crazy. We should hang out more probably. We should probably <laughs> hang out more. Um, so I'm not clingy. And uh, and so anyway, this scene was, it was boring. I just, two thumbs down, tongue out, like the whole, it was boring. I'm always kind of like, I remember the first time watching Game of Thrones and being like worried about the baby because like, after certain events that have happened in the past in the show, like this baby could die. Yeah. Like (laughs) baby's not safe. Yeah. Not safe. It's honestly pretty shocking. The baby's still alive. Yeah. With all the like traveling that they've done, the weather conditions, the Molestown experience now here, like also super unrealistic. Like that baby never cries. Like that's not, mm -mm. Babies know. cry a lot. That's a, that's a baby actor right there. She's yeah. got a she's got like real good titty milk or something. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's like got like extra melatonin. Very in it. Are you talking shit about my breast milk? No, I'm just saying. Okay. What it felt like maybe she's what got, like he, he did me. not use the word breast milk. Okay. Yeah. Well, I said, I'm I don't call my own milk titty milk no, that my child no, 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 no. drank. No, no, I do appreciate no, you no, calling no. it that. Name. No, no, no. 
Wait, I said, dildo doesn't drink titty milk? I said, dildo. oh my gosh, we have a story I said, about dildo. Oh, titty yes. Malk. Titty milk. Titty milk. Titty milk. <laughs> it's fancy. Uh, dildo story? He was deep throating a banana earlier. <laughs> he wasn't eating it, but he just kept Here putting it in ah, his mouth. Ah, 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 ah. And we were over like, and, and over. And was like, is this how he got his dildo nickname? <laughs> like, I literally said that because like, he just wouldn't stop. And he, fi- he finally ate it, but it took him a while. Anyway. It was wow. pretty funny. I <laughs> and he like thought it was hilarious. He's like, a natural. I gotta the, give it to him. It's like a the <laughs> Jeff Foxworthy. Like, here's your sign. Maybe? I think so. Yeah. I know it was I literally mean, like, is this your future? It just looks right. <laughs> you know, Christians say that you can't be born that way. Uh, I think. Yeah, I mean, but alas, but you never know. They haven't met him. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't seen his style with a banana. We need to study this. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> just man. Move off, so. <laughs> 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 it's, uh, it's Rafiki, but anyways, yeah. It is thing. Rafiki, but I'll let it slide. Yeah. I'll allow it with my half of Electoral College vote. Um, then we go to Pip and Sam. Oh, um, God, this scene was really sad because I love Pip, and he was obviously like losing his mind. He was the shaking, the panicking, the conversation about like, I've never even held a sword with a proper yeah. edge before. See, that was me. Like, I'd be yeah. like uh, what am I doing here? Yeah, because, I mean, you think back, like, Pip was a part of, like, the training and stuff like that, like a, a blunt edge sword, but he's saying he's never had, he's never, like, fought someone who was trying right. to fight him He's back. got theoretical knowledge. He ain't got no never, experience. Yeah. Like, someone else trying to kill you, and you're trying to kill them first. Why was Pip at the wall? Uh, He... He was deep there. He's the one who never told us the real story. No, no, no. He said said that he had stolen a wheel of cheese. Right. And then we found out that uh, High Lord had grabbed his cock and that he had, like, refused. And um, so and that's when. Not deep throating bananas. That's when. No, he was not. That's when Sam said, like, Oh, I didn't know you were a singer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I like, can you sing me a song? (laughs) I'd like to hear a song. That's right. I forgot about that. (laughs) Um,. So yeah, his experience was not like ever in a situation where this was even like a possibility. And now he's on the front line. Like he's he's the first line of defense for this band of wildlings coming up. And um I really loved Sam here. I thought that Sam is someone who doesn't know what he's doing either, but he took a moment to try to um, set aside his own fear because I can imagine that Sam's probably pretty nervous. Well, he said he well. was. Yeah. He said he was afraid. And he put that aside for the sake of Pip and tried to like cheer him up. Because I think if I th- if I think about myself in that moment, I'm pretty sure I would lose my mind. Like I would be also panicking and I'd be like, yeah, dude, we're fucked. Like this is it. I don't know. Sorry. But Sam is a real G and, um, ch- you know, tried his best to encourage him. Uh, Pip at one point was like, so if you're so afraid, like, how did you kill a white walker? And that's when Sam goes in the bit about, like, basically, I was nobody. And when you're nobody, you can do anything. And Pip's like, go ahead. You know it's bad when, like, Sam is giving you a pep talk. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Sam, the the cowardly dog. I don't know. He had, like, big main character energy this episode, and I just was all about it. I loved it. You think he had big dick energy? Yeah, that's exactly what I said. Hmm. No, I don't think Sam has a big dick. I think it's. I didn't I think say it's that he small. had a big dick. But 
You can have the energy without actually yeah. the equipment. That's true. That's a good point. Um, so yeah, when it, when Sam is the one giving you a pep talk about how to be courageous, you're you're in for you know bad stuff. Um, so after that, we see uh, Egret. You know, she comes. She like can see Pippin and not Pippin. <laughs> That's Just my dog's Pippin. name. Yeah, I know. It's also. <laughs> You know, the character in Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah, Charlie. Um, but he, she can see Pip and Sam, uh, you know, on the wall, and so she comes back and tells all of her band of of goons that oh, it's, they got a fat one and a scrawny little guy guarding the wall. We'll be up and over before they even know it hit them. Um, and then we, and then it actually cuts to, and they, you know, throw the throw the bucket of water on the fire and. Uh, and start running towards you know that side, yeah, very quickly running towards that side of the um, uh, of, of Castle Black, and then on the other side of Castle Black, on the other side of the wall, we had the Wildling Army, which is our first glimpse, I believe, in this series of a mammoth. Yeah. So giants don't ride horses because they would kill the horses. Yes. So they ride mammoths. That's crazy. Yeah. Fuck. So, uh, can I give this back to you? Yep, because I know you can't read my hand. I can't read it anymore. That's Stops. all I got. Ready? One, two, three. One, two, three. There you go. Um, I'm trying to figure out where we were. Okay. So, uh, that was quick. What? Figuring out where you were. That yeah. was getting awesome. But his notes. I'm a professional. Okay, yeah. And I wrote these notes. So, that's, yeah. that's the more important piece here. Um, so, they're preparing for the battle... Uh, it's atop the wall now after we get the glimpse of the mammoth, which was, by the way, awesome. Um, and this is when, uh, Thorn, this is the moment when he like tells, uh, archers to knock. Um, and then Grin drops the barrel like over the wall. (laughs) Like it was, it was just a funny moment. I didn't remember it being Grin who did that. Me neither. Um, I kind of felt like it was just some nobody. Uh, but it, it was our beloved grin and um he drops the barrel and sends uh sends Alistair Thorne on his back into character. Like he's no longer playing the introspective nice guy. He's like fully in. Uh this is where he drops uh the C word. Um and then shortly after that, uh he is us uh, who is it that uh, was it Jan? It was Jano Slint comes over and is like they're attacking. Re- they're the, attacking the south southern wall. Um, you know, like what? Go down. What yeah. do we do? And he's like, Jano Slint, you've got the wall. I found it annoying that Thorn was like, now they're attacking it now. Like, yeah, now we've talked about this. Like John told you weeks ago that they were going to attack from the south at the same time that Mance attacked from the north. Mance is now attacking from the north. What the fuck do you think is happening down there? Yeah. That's why you have men down there. I think it was just more of a like, you know, in life, sometimes this is all hypothetical. I'm not speaking from experience. Sure. But you know how sometimes <laughs> well, I got a checking and a saving. You so. get like, you get hit from one direction. Yeah. And you're like, damn, that was tough. Right. And then like out of nowhere, something totally unrelated not even in the same sphere of of reality, just like crashes and burns, and then you get like a third thing also unrelated from those two things that crash, crash and burn. It comes in waves, bro. So like, I think that that's what's happening to him now. Right. 
and he's like, oh shit, what do I do? Because he's also torn between like, I need to be here commanding because that was obviously his plan. That's why he was on top of the wall. But then he he gets this panicked Jano Slint come in and be like, yo, this shit's going poorly down here. That's when he has to make the decision of like, all right, well, I'm going to leave. You're in charge here. I'm going to go like, which by the way, I did really like. Yeah, it's a great, it, it's Alistair Thorne again, like that redemptive kind of story here in this episode where he is where the fighting is. He's where he's needed. That's pretty cool. That's a that's a very knightly thing to do. We, right. We he's know, actually like doing what he's supposed to be doing. Yeah, he's been a knight this entire time since we've met him. He's been Sir Alistair Thorne, but everything he's done up to this point has never felt like he's worthy of the title of a knight. But this felt like it, and this oh, yeah. felt like they probably would have been lost without him because John can't be in nineteen places at one time. No, so but there is a lot of strategy up there on the wall of what you're going to do to try to keep these hundred thousand wildlings from breaching that one fucking gate so like and they have yeah. a lot of those strategies up there well because the barrels can't be dropped at the wrong time right the uh, scythe that we see later cannot be like uh put into action it, it can at the be wrong redone time. but it takes a long time to reload it yeah so um, if you mess any of those things up you can really be it can really be detrimental to the effort the defensive effort and but on the flip side if down there goes bad and then they somehow make their way up to the top of the wall. They're all fucked. Yeah. So, you know, it's a it's a rock and a hard place. And he did, I think, his best the best job he could have done in that scenario to figure it out um, by saying, "I'm going to leave someone else who we know because we've seen we see the rest of this episode. We know that Jano Slint is not a competent leader. He's a fuck. Um, but his resume." comes to his time with the night watch. Like, I don't know how much they interacted before. Um, I don't really know how long Alistair Thorne was at the wall. Yeah, that's a good question. I'm not sure. I don't know where he really was even before that. Um, we don't know a lot of his backstory, but we know that Jano Slint did lead the, the, the city watch for a while. He was the commander of the city watch. Um, and he was, you know, a part of that world for a while. So in theory, he's a competent leader in some form. Um, and he doesn't obviously trust John, so he's not gonna leave John in charge. And that's the only other person standing there. So, um, it's a tough decision, but he's like, you can probably get this job done. I need to go be on the, the active front line. Um, I did like that from Thorne. I don't love him. He's obviously not anyone's favorite character, but I did really like this episode. I think this is the only episode that we ever get Thorne where he is, we get a lot of him. And there's nothing that he does in this episode that you don't like, you know, like there's not, there's not really one thing that he does that is bad. You're like, fucker. Right. But every other time we've encountered him, it's been terrible. I think every other interaction ever has been like a, like bad. Yeah. So that's, what's cool about this one is it's just so different. Yeah. But it's also still in his character. Yeah. He, and he shows a lot of valor. Um, kind of what you mentioned before, like he is a knight. And you expect certain. Now we've seen a lot of knights. You know, Gregor Clegane's a knight. True. And we've seen what kind of person he is. Actually, Ned stripped him of that title. That's true. I'm sure it was restored at some point. But last we heard, Ned stripped him of that title. That's true. Because he wasn't acting very knightly. Yeah, that's true. Ned <laughs> Ned can. And then Ned died. That head can roll. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, so. 
yeah. So the, uh, he leaves, um, and then we cut to a scene with uh, Sam and Pip. Uh, he shoots the crossbow. <laughs> Sam says, did you get one? He says, no. Sam, I think that we're all going to die. He says, if you keep missing, we will, <laughs> which I just thought was... Sam's got the zingers. So. He does. He's good. Um, Thorne makes it down the elevator, gives his rousing speech about thins. Those are thins at our walls. They eat the flesh of the men that they kill. Do you want to fill the belly of a thin tonight? I don't. No. That's such a good line. I love it. It is a really good, like, you know what? I don't want to do that. <laughs> like okay. that sounds terrible. Um, so it is that is really good. Um and then he's like, follow me, you know, and then he charges. Tormund summits that wall quickly. Um it was nothing. Nothing him. to him. <laughs> And then he's got the scene in that little bridge area where he throws the axe and then just like wrecks havoc. Like he, it's a really cool fight scene from Tormund. Um, then we cut back to Jano Slint on top of the wall, just absolutely just going insane. Um, this is where he's panicky. You know, I led the city watch. Giants don't exist. Giants don't exist. There's yeah. just a story for the children. They're right down there. Motherfucker, they're right there. What are you talking about? Grin comes through in the clutch. Grin has, we have been led to believe slash seen. He's not the smartest individual at the wall. But this was quick thinking. So you mentioned that when we were watching the episode before. And I couldn't think of anything that he's there's specifically a, done. What what is so? There's a time when him, John, and uh, Pip are all like kind of joking around in like the mess hall or something like that, and um, and Grin says something, and Pip's like, "No, you're too stupid to blah blah blah," and he's like, "You're too stupid," and then he like chases Pip around. Um, anyways, I know that wasn't like. Verbatim. <laughs> that wasn't the, that wasn't the dialogue. You didn't no, have that one pulled there, up. There, you didn't, have, there you was, didn't write the script. No, <laughs> Grin not. was part of the crew that went to get John back, though. Correct. Right? Yeah. So like Grin's shown. Oh, he's great. Yeah. Just, he. Yeah. I. I. I really have enjoyed. For a moment, a short moment. I will pour this out right now. I know we're not there yet, but you can when it happens. Just clean it up this time. Nope. Nope. Okay. That's on brand. Um, so I did I do really like Grin. He definitely saves a lot of lives here, probably. Um, we'll never know because he came through, but he comes and tells Slint, Hey, uh Alistair Thorne has has, you know, called you down below. Slint's like, What? Why? He just left. Like, why me? He's like, You're you're you know, his his most experienced man, he's got. He needs you. He needs like, you. And he has this moment where he's like, yeah, 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 down below. Okay, okay. And he like goes off. And then you kind of get this shot of ju- just John where I think you said, Emily, like, come on, John, or let's go, John, yeah. or so- something about like. She loves him. She loves her. Come on, me, John. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> I think it was something like that, yeah. Um, she is your wife, isn't she? <laughs> she is. <laughs> they are together. True. Um, People have always wondered that. Like, how does she? Yeah, they feel bad for me. She's not as innocent as you guys. Um, Yeah, that was. I didn't expect that from you. I do appreciate it. I didn't see that one coming either. (laughs) Um, No one did. No, except Except for her. I guess. Keith Winter. Except apparently for her. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So uh, 
so we get the shot of John and we know he's going to be coming on us and it's really <laughs> thank great. God. Uh, thank God. Um, so yeah, so it, it, that's one of those moments where like you, I think that the show has kind of built everything building to this moment of like, yeah. when is John going to get his chance? Um, I, you kind of get the vibe that it maybe will happen when the battle comes into being, but he, this happened quickly. Uh, cause we went from Thorn to Slint to now John in, in command. Um, and he has the cheesy, like, n- you know, where he calls the archers to, uh, knock draw and then he like screams loose and it is cheesy, but I appreciated it. Um, and then we get, uh, Sam, uh, I have headshot here. Oh, that's cause I skipped. Uh, we're back here. Sorry. Um, Wrong page. Yeah, I was. I had. I had turned it. Um. So, John says that they won't summit before dawn. Which, grin again. No, no this, this is Ed. this is dollar said. Which is, Ed is always good for a, Ed, a little one liner. Uh, you know, how do you know? I've made the climb, and he said, "I think they're in a bit more of a hurry than you were." Um, which is which is true. Um, we got to see them yeah. take their time. Of the concerns. Down there, the climbers are your least. Yeah. Like, you got time to deal with them. You have the scythe at any point that you can just... And it's possible they're going to fall on their own anyway. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. So, And we don't yet know that the number one concern is giants with bows and arrows. Yeah. But we learn here in a moment that that's the number one concern. Basically, like, an, you know, I think you said it when we were watching the episode, Nate. Like, they're shooting missiles. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. Like, it um, might as well have exploded. Right. Like, <laughs> took that dude. And if it did explode, I would have been like, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> just like a bomb. Just It was awesome. So the battle starts commencing, and that's when the giant, like the, the dude comes forward and shoots, and it like. Yeah, the, the regular sized guy shoots an arrow, tries to get to the top of the wall, and it gets like maybe halfway, halfway up. Halfway, yeah. And then the giant's like, watch this. <laughs> it was <laughs> awesome. Gets on a knee and shoots this gigantic arrow and and the first one just barely misses but you can tell this thing's got some like projectile to it this thing is flying but it misses and destroys like the top of the little stand that they're standing hell yeah it does like just takes it out and thankfully we don't have to wait long to see the damage it can do but i was kind of when that happened i was like oh my god this is all fucked like there's no hope then he you know like loads up a second arrow and just, I mean, the guy flew off that platform <laughs> so fast. And then you get the scene from down below on the other side of the wall of him just falling and then just smash into the ground, just the arrow. And yeah. you see the body, sorry, Emily, but you see the body like slide down it. I'm about to pass out at any moment. That my <laughs> friends is what we call kill of the week in this business. <laughs> Um, I was wondering if you would give it to that or the uh, 19 other ones that there could be. And I'll go through the ones that I wrote down. Yeah, there's some good ones. I have a couple here, too. Uh, No, it's it is the giant missile uh, that took that. And the thing that really did it for me was how quickly he flew off the platform. Like it was with such great force that I was like. Immediately writing down kill of the week. Like he hadn't even landed on the ground yet. And I was like, kill of the week. Well, John like saw saw him loading up and John screamed like down, everybody down. Like 
And then this dude's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> see ya. I mean, it kind of feels like a missed opportunity because we kind of see what happens later uh, with the other giant. It's kind of a missed opportunity to not just have the giant stand further back than any of their weapons can reach and just launch yeah. arrow, la- launch these giant missiles at these guys. Maybe they only have like five. Well, that feels like poor planning then. Because this is a pretty was that. What do you think that was made of? Wood. It's got to be. What else can be made of? I mean, they have swords. It could be made of steel. I guess they don't really. They don't have as much ability to work steel as much as the uh, guys on the other side of the wall do. But yeah, I, I mean, it was. It was something that held up all the way through that dude and all the way down and into yeah, the ground. I mean, it so, was like a whole tree branch, right? Must have been. Not just a branch, like a trunk. like a like a small tree. Yeah, yeah. They just like carved into a sharp edge, and we're just like shoot no, I mean, this. I think if I was, was if awesome. I was uh, commanding the wildlings, I think I would have won this battle. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's some poor strategy on yeah, both poor, sides. Poor planning. It really was. But you also know that like this is just one night. You do have the ability to like regroup. We can yeah we can sort of like let them play out their, their, we don't know their strategies right now. Now we do. We know they have the site there. We know they're going to use oil. We know they're going to do all this shit. But how I many mean, giants do you got? There? That's you the question. Is how many the giants? You're, you're, you already lost two. That's two. Gone. Done. Yeah. I, I also sitting in this comfortable chair in this nice house also think that I could have probably won this battle for <laughs> the wildlings. <laughs> Um, and I think the number one flaw that I see is if that one giant could just lift the gate, hold it up. (laughs) Why don't you just do that and let as many people run underneath as you can possibly get in there in that amount of time with two giants (laughs) because two giants lifted up because they had two at that point and even have the mammoth walk under it. And then it just sits on the mammoth's back. I don't know. There's plenty of options here. And then it's just open. Um, so, but do you know? They maybe don't know. On the other side of that gate, there's possibly, like, you might have been able to roll like an oil barrel into that group and then take out the whole fucking group. But that's kind of a one one shot kill. Like that's a one one trick that you get that one time. And also the guys who are rolling the barrel. That's a sacrifice on their part because that, that barrel is going to explode in that tunnel and kill everybody in it. Yeah, not just, well, it's not going to discriminate against only wildlings. I mean, suicide bombers are a thing. I know, but you can't, the, the, the Night's Watch only have a hundred people. So they can't willingly sacrifice that many people t- for that. And Alistair Thorne has already been pretty adamant that like the gate's fine. Like it's not going to, you know, we don't really need to defend the gate underneath because they're not going to get through four inches of cold rolled steel. I don't really know what that means other than Alistair Thorne thinks it means giants can't get through. He's wrong. <laughs> wrong. Well, that wasn't, that wasn't, that was uh, the other dude that said that shit. Yeah. He, uh, Alistair said it a couple episodes back. Oh, okay. Yeah. But then the other dude said that. This yeah. He's, so he's like reverberating what, like, cause Al- Alistair's just, right. Okay. It has just, you know, kind of, He's a little henchman, and so he's yeah. just reverberating what he has. So to say. I was referencing the conversation that Alistair referenced to John. So that that thing that he said to John about you were right, we should have sealed the sealed yeah. the tunnel. 
that was from a conversation two episodes ago, a few maybe. Two episodes ago, yeah. Um, where John had proposed, like, we need to seal the tunnel because they're going to get through. Like, and this this is, if they do that, if, if they come through the tunnel, it's over. There's no chance. If we can seal the tunnel, there's, it's really hard for them to, I mean, you have to get 100,000 people up that up the wall because there's no other way in unless you go all the way to one of the other castles. It's basically what I was saying was blowing it up with the oil. So right. I had the same strategy. But Alistair Thorne is already, which you missed because you, you hadn't been watching, but like right. Alistair Thorne already said, we don't need to think about the tunnel. The tunnel's fine. Yeah. You idiot. So on on my end, and Mance knows Castle Black. Um, so like, I, I just think strategically speaking, the Giants could have been used more effectively and just hooking up a hook, you know what I mean? And pulling a rope, like yeah, just one giant lifted it. What if you had two, they lifted even faster, and then it's just open for whoever. Maybe maybe Mansa's like, hey, this is what you should do, and he told them that, and they were like, no, 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 fuck you. And then he was like, I'm not going <laughs> to. I got a mammoth, bro. I'm yeah. going to use the mammoth. The giants didn't seem like. The smartest. Reasonable. Like, you can reason with them. They just kind of seemed like giant beings who don't. Give a shit. Give a shit. You know? Um, So, Slint makes it down, uh, and he's, you know, running away. Then we get the scene where uh, the wildlings and the fins have busted into the mess hall. Uh, We get the boiling water. I don't know if that was a kill, at least not an immediate one, but it was definitely awesome to have that pot of boiling water. One time, I was making ramen. And I accidentally tipped boil like a whole pot of boiling water onto one of my hands. That shit sucks hard. So imagine so it on if your it's face. on your face. Yikes. Yeah, fuck that. What happened? I had to get like. No, I mean, like, burnt. why did you tip this? What I mean, did I someone just, scare you? Like, no, what, what it happened? was just like clumsy. So excited for your shit. fucking ramen. <laughs> it was just like clumsy dumb shit. Just mm. yeah. Does that happen a lot? Was, no, not not a ton, but okay. sometimes. I did cut into my own hand. Like, so. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Emily would prefer we move on from this conversation. You want to see the picture? No. Saint it. I'm good. Oh, um, like, you can see like my flesh underneath. So then she's out. Then we get one of the best shots of the series. Whoa, whoa, whoa! And that's the the cook yeah. with the butcher cleaver over his shoulder. That's a good one. It's quick. But it was awesome. It's a really big cleaver. That thing, and it's on like a pole. Like it's not just like a handheld cleaver. This thing's like a, like a weapon. Yeah. Well, the fur, the 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 longer the shaft, the more leverage you're gonna have. And so, like, if you are cutting through mm-hmm. a, yep. if you're cutting through like a a like a leg of a fucking cow or some shit, you can't do that with like the regular little. Tell me more about the size of the shaft. It creates more leverage. What else does it do? That's why you hold an axe at the very bottom of it. You, you use the weight of the of mm-hmm. the head. Mm-hmm. You ever <laughs> chop wood before, boy? I have. Oh, okay. yeah. Did you do what I said? No, I held it up near the <laughs> blade. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Um, sometimes when I play putt putt golf, I do like to grab it down and bend all the way down and do it because like Happy Gilmore style. People always say, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> Without fail. Sure. Every time I've ever done it, the people I'm with are like, why are you doing this? Yeah, there's all those golfers on the pro tour that putt like that, so it's probably a good idea. No, I mean, I'm talking down near the head. No, I get it. I've never seen a professional golfer do it. That's what I'm saying. I'm being sarcastic. Uh, Clearly, that's not the most effective way to get it done. 
Sometimes I hate you. Sure. <laughs> my dad used to tell me that. Like I used to have like really weird. I'd do like a weird batting stance or a weird swing or whatever, and, and I'd have one good swing and be like, "Oh, that's how I'm going to hit from now on." He's like, "How many professional baseball players do you see do that?" A lot. They have some fucked up stances. Yeah, I know. I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> sure. Oh, go ahead. You know how you hate me sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I was defending you. Same. I was on your side in this argument. Right. Okay. Why would Go, you hate me? Move on. No, why would you hate me? Move on. Butcher Cleaver. Um. Anyway, it was just cool. It was dope. Then he smashes some guy and probably dies shortly after that. And, <laughs> but it was cool. He had his moment of glory. Um. He kind of looked like John. I don't know if anyone else noticed that. but I think it was just the hair. Yeah, the hair kind of. Well, when he was smashing, the, he had the beard and the... He was like a thick John, you know? John's a skinny boy. Um... But this was like thick John. So do we think that we would like him more it. or less? I, I don't know. He wasn't as hot. He as didn't John. get my attention apparently. Yeah. Is anybody as hot as John? No. I didn't think very about. few. He's he's very pretty man. I submit his brother Rob. Get the fuck out of okay. here. All right, okay. All right. Just had to check. Wow. Um, then we get Jano Slint showing his true colors. By going into the, what do we decide it is? Pantry? Pantry prep room? Sure. Yeah. I think we decided it was the pantry, yeah. Yeah. At this right. point, it's the nursery. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is the nursery. Good point. Um, and so Janos walks in, shuts the door. and he, where we keep the babies. <laughs> he and Gilly make eye contact, and it's like a, oh, what are you doing here? Yeah. Uh, from both of them. It was pretty awesome. Because she's the whole time thinking about, like Sam's out there fighting and you're in here hiding with me. I'm like, are you good or bad? Like, what am I, what are you walking into? Yeah. yeah. Um, then Pip and uh, Sam, Pip gets one. He does get one. He's very excited. Too excited. Sam is perfect in this moment because he says, oh, is it over? <laughs> <laughs> and then hands him another one. And then... um then Pip gets too comfortable. That's what happened. He got one of them, and he got too comfortable, and he got sniped, bro. He got sniped. They allowed Egret to just sneak up next to him because she was on the same hallway as them at this point. There, she, she's, across. she's across. She's across. It's kill. Is a kill of the week nomination. It's not kill of the week. Nom- Did you hear the last one? I know it's not even close. It's I not even close. With your kill of the week, right? That's clearly kill. The kill of the week. week is mine, and I'm telling you, this one wasn't even close. I think it's a nomination. Well, you're wrong because that's a hell of a shot. Because she was across. She's across. You're totally wrong that they were. She was on the Great. same side. They were like. I was busy taking wall. notes while you don't do right. contributing. Maybe anything you should. Tr- <laughs> <laughs> I have the script. I know. Maybe you should trust me then. I do. She took. A very, very good shot and just put it right through his neck to the point. And the worst part about that is it's not a quick death. It's a die. I just want to point out that there was some laughter from the two of you. Yeah, here's I was going to say that I I um, I wasn't laughing at his death. I was laughing at Sam saying it's okay. It's all right. It's, we're good. It's like, but a flesh wound. Yeah, because obviously it's fucking not. Right, which <laughs> I actually loved this from Sam. He took a, he was he knows that this is not 
gonna be okay. No, I think people don't come he's back. He's a liar. He's like, but he took delusional. T- he knew that the only thing Pip needed in that moment was a little bit of comfort, a little bit of love, a little bit of appreciation. I liked that when and you went, motherfuckers were laughing at him when he for was, trying to be a good friend. When Sam was like, "I'll go get Mister Amen," and he starts to leave, and Pip like grabs him and is like, "No, don't fucking leave." Like I like Pip knows this is the end. There's no reason to go get Mister Amen. I just don't want to be alone. And that part was the part that got me. It was good. I was not laughing at Pip. I love Pip. No, I know you weren't laughing at Pip. You were laughing at Sam. Yeah. But this was a really good moment from Sam. True. I just wasn't expecting him to just immediately be like, we'll get through this. Like, like, he's like massaging his back. Like, it'll be okay. Like, if if I ever get an arrow in my neck. You're going to fucking die, bro. No. Please just pull a Sam. I'm not going to lie to you. Please do. Honest, just tell me it's okay. Honest to a fault. That'll be Nicholas. Hmm? Yes, I said you'll know who he will. Yeah, he would be Nicholas. I'm gonna shoot a arrow in his neck. Is that what you're saying? You're gonna be like, no, you're Mr. Positivity, even when life is shit. Like, oh, it's fine. Yeah, you got it, bro. It's all good. I don't say it's fine. I say, well, the good part is you do say that, and it's fucking annoying. Yeah. That's the only it's way I can really get annoying. through. What's the good part, Nick? Please tell me. Please tell me what the you good part is. You don't have to fight anymore. Die alone, and you don't have to fight anymore. It's all over, Pip. You're you're in a much better place, with, which means that it's just nothing. Like you're no Do you, longer. Have you heard of your the Lord Savior Jesus Christ? <laughs> <laughs> hurry, Pip. Hurry. <laughs> Say, repeat after me. Say these words. I'll close my eyes. You stand up. You said the words. <laughs> Um, Raise your hand. Raise your hand. All eyes are closed in the battle. All eyes are closed. Raise your hand, Pip. God damn it, raise your hand. I see you in the back. (laughs) Thank Uh, you in the back. (laughs) The back with the red shirt and the bald head. I see you six rows back. Like everyone fucking knows. Thanks for calling me out, bro. And then they pull the, the, if you deny him, if you deny him, he says he's going to deny you. So don't be ashamed. Come on up here. Let's give you a hand. Now everyone, <laughs> Fuck like, you, man. You told me it was, every eye was I closed. Got conned. Um, Pretty sure he said don't lie, too. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so sweet moment. Then we get more barrels of oil. Uh, these are dropped perfectly, yeah, I might add. Great move. Um, right on the heads of all those guys. Uh, and then they catch fire. The mammoth runs off. The giant runs after it. My mammoth. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> I kind of vaguely remembered, incorrectly, obviously, but I remembered at one point like the giant like tug of warring with the mammoth. Obviously, that didn't happen, <laughs> but I kept waiting for it to. I kept waiting for him to grab the rope or chain or whatever and like pull it. I made that up, but it would have been cool to see. I think that's what he was trying to do. Like he was yeah. trying to get the mammoth back to keep pulling the gate. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and as the mammoth is running away, they shoot him with a giant arrow as <laughs> a well. Torpedo of their own. Great shot. Great shot. Mammoth. Big, big seven, target. Big target. Seven hundred feet down. We know the wall is seven hundred feet high. Seven hundred feet down and running. Choom dead and that other giant is very upset is very upset yeah rage we didn't see that giant he was in the first step of grief yeah we didn't see that other giant mad about any of the wildling humans that died nobody else laughed at that except for her i don't think we're so funny that's because i'm still in it so it's not funny to me (laughs) um the the giant didn't give a shit about the wildling people but when that other giant fell 
He's like, I'm fucking these I'm fucking you up. up. Then he, that's when he goes in for the gate. Um, and uh, that's when John has a conversation with Grin about the outer gate won't hold. The inner gate, however, has to. I need you to take five men. So you see this giant who's raging right now. I need you and just five guys to go down there and not let that giant through, no matter what you do. Six dudes, one giant. I'm not betting on the dudes. They should have taken bows with them. Probably. Because they could have shot through the gate before That's it was, I was somebody said coming. at some point i don't know if it was this or yeah, later they said that like they i sh- put a ton of arrows in it right. but still that could only help you it's got to be the headshot like yeah shoot its eyes if you can't like right. try to shoot it in the face yeah. like Anything. they could have had i'm just saying there was like a 30 second window of the giant holding and getting under and then running towards them that they could have just been but then they wouldn't have shoot. been able to say the Night's Watch vows. <laughs> True. But they, We'd have lost that whole moment. Yeah. We needed the Night's Watch vows. I had chills Same. in that moment. I had That's a good moment. Yeah. I'm just saying. We'll get there. I hear you. But if we had done so that, we were talking we, about we, strategy. We, we, we were just talking about strategy. We do one thing here. We do not blow on holes. Okay. We don't blow holes or poke holes, as some people say. Or blow on holes. Or blow on the holes. You blow in them, but not on them. <laughs> so. I hear you, I respect you, but shut the fuck shut up. The fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> um, Thanks for being here. <laughs> I'm not going to say another word the entire show. I did love how Grin just, without questioning, without without doubt, he just... John said, hold the gate. I'm going to hold the fucking gate. Yeah. Oh, and man. And he just like, he grabs his shit and he's calling dudes with... I just, it was good. Yeah. Go ahead. Just a little bit. You can, Did it get on there? No, yeah. it went down. No, did it get on the floor? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I didn't there. see it. I'm not cleaning it up. Um, I know you won't. It'll be there in a month. It'll be dry just, by the time we get down. Just let Lil come in here and lick it up. No, she's not allowed in this room. There's lots of things in this room. Huh? You ever got a dog drunk? I've never gotten a dog drunk. You ever gotten Pippin drunk? No, I had. That would take nothing. Right. I had got a rat terrier drunk before. On purpose? Yes. How old? I think it's really bad for them. Like really bad. I'm sure it is. This dog was doomed from the start anyway. (laughs) Okay. For some reason, that dog died right out of that. Yeah, because it's a rat terrier. Family dogs are always go through some stuff. Yeah. Anyway, this dog Chucho. uh, You should not be allowed to have dogs. By the way, that's not kind of like what you said. Yeah. Yeah. You've got some fucked up experiences with dogs. I've had Pippin for like almost nine years. I know you somehow. I don't know how that's possible. He's just a little guy. Yeah. But yeah, we fed this dog a beer and it, I was probably like 15 and it was on, it was fine. Arkansas. That's what you do in Arkansas. He was fine for a little while and then he like climbed up onto the back of the couch and he was like asleep and then he like slowly just rolled off of it. He He landed on the like cushion side, but it was. If you're going to roll off. Yes, yeah. well, the off. couch was against the wall, oh, but okay. he was just like, he was up there like precariously perched and then just like, boom. <laughs> now I'm really, I really want to see a drunk dog. Well, yeah. It's really bad for them. Don't do that. It's really, I didn't it's, say I was going to do it. Okay. I just said I want to see one. Okay. Probably Google it. Right. I'm yeah. just letting you know that like Dragons of Dreadforce does not support animal cruelty, animal cruelty and 
be you know giving alcohol to dogs. So is being drunk bad? No, it's not bad for us. It's good for us. It's good for you. Look it up. It's good for you. <laughs> okay. Look it up where? Studies. I don't know. <laughs> he said studies. <laughs> um okay, moving on. Uh so Grin just Yes, sir. I'm gonna hold that gate and does it or tries he goes. Hey, he's, he, he, holds he goes. It. Yeah. Um then we see Thorn in combat. And this is another moment when I really appreciated him because he saw Tormund just fucking shit up. And he didn't say, I'm going to fight these other dudes. He said, I mean, he didn't say it, but he ran towards Tormund. Like, that guy's a problem. We gotta, I have to go right. solve. Like, I just really liked that from Thorn. Yeah. I hated finding myself in this episode basically the whole time liking this character like rooting for him but everything he did like you mentioned earlier everything he did in this episode was worth cheering for including being the lord commander of the night's watch and being on the front lines being the one who's looking for the biggest threat in the moment and then right. going in and addressing that like it was a real i there's zero chance i would have volunteered to fight torment ever um, and he could have he could have gone and fought any of the wildlings, but he chose to fight Tormund. And I, I just I really liked it from him. Uh, obviously, it's a cool fight scene between the two of them. We don't we don't see a lot of like drawn out like sword fights in this in this episode. Like there's moments where you see clashing and you see swords going in people. This is one of the few like actual fights we yeah, see. There's a lot of just like axes slamming on shields until the shield gives up and then they're dead. Yeah, but we don't get like like prolonged combat uh between two characters. And this one we do. Thorn puts up a pretty good fight. He's an older dude. Um, but he seems to put up I realized because we talked about this a few episodes ago when uh Davos mentioned that Stannis is in his prime, and I questioned that. This only made that questioning even weirder for me because it doesn't feel like Thorne is in his prime, but he fights like a dude who's in his prime. He's uh, quick. He's smooth. Yeah, he's, he's agile. Old man strength. Yeah. Old man strength. That's what I said about Santa. He's uh, he's he's pretty good in combat. Like yeah. I would I would be happy to have him fighting for me. Um, Tormund does, does lose. Tormund does get the better of him, <laughs> right? but I mean, how could Tormund was never going to lose? Like that dude is unstoppable it took like six arrows in him yeah. at the end of the episode before he ever got stopped like um so i really liked that uh he does he does get down and torment was going for the kill shot thankfully thorn rolled off uh the the little platform there and got drug away but because torment smacked down like with his his axe like immediately after and yeah. was definitely going for the kill shot there um then we see sam get a headshot yeah, Sam's like fiddling with a crowd. It's Pip's dead. Pip's now he dead. feels like I've got to go make it to. I think. I think what he's trying to do is make it to Gilly. I think he's trying to make it back to like. That's why he's. That's why he's entering the battle, kind of running through everything. I well, he he ends up going up to yeah the top. So right after before he runs into Grin, and Grin's like, "Talk to John. He's in. He's in charge." So right before this, they show the elevator coming down. And then Sam starts running, which made me think what you're saying, that he yeah. was going 
in that moment to get on the elevator because they specifically show the the shot of the elevator before Sam gets up to run. Which is Grin and his band coming down. But in my mind, that's Sam seeing the elevators down because normally they have it up so that people can't take it. And in my mind, it was... I'm going to go do this. So he goes and happens to run into Grin. Maybe. Maybe, I could be wrong, but um, I've never been wrong before. So (laughs) why would I start now? Um, But that's where my thought was, was kind of along. I thought that's what he was doing. Emily? What did you think? Where was he going? You know, I was kind of focused on, it looked to me like he was playing capture the flag. Like, what the fuck are you doing right now? (laughs) I don't know. I I wasn't really thinking about what he was doing. I was just like, yeah, I was like, are you playing a game? Like, what's going on? I, I think I thought he was trying to go like, okay, at this point you've got, you know, all of these dudes already into the, you know, they they're starting to lose, you know, and, and he's thinking, okay, I got to go protect Gilly. Um, cause they're going to eventually get to that point, but you, it, you could be right. I mean, I don't know. It's not like said, but that's always what I've thought. And he's like fiddling with a crossbow, and then all of a sudden headshot. he got it. Yeah, it <laughs> and was a headshot just in time. And I think you mentioned during the episode, uh, quick scope, no yeah, scope, no just scope. like yeah. bam, got him. When I got the Damascus skin in Warzone, that was the, the sniper no scopes was the oh, hardest nice. one. Yeah, yeah. So in Call of Duty, in Modern Warfare, in the multiplayer. I'm just explaining this for you. All of these words. Yeah. Uh, they have like the online multiplayer. So you play against other people all over the world. Um, they have... Players. Huh? Multiple players. Yeah. Got it. They have this um, achievement where if you do all these little tasks, you get this skin for your weapons. That's They call it Damascus. It's just... It's cool. Uh, but it's like hard to get because you have to do all these different tasks. Like you have to shoot down x amount of things with all with every single weapon so every single weapon has its own and there's like 50 weapons in the game yeah there's too too much time so i during the lockdown spent plenty of time uh working on it and the no scope with the snipers was the the hardest because you had to do it for every single one yeah and um this guy right here did it so um i felt a little bit of sam's pain thank you emily um it was it was that one on your list uh yeah, I'll that one is worthy of the list. Yeah, do um, we? Do you have others that we've missed? Uh, so I had the giant shooting his arrow over the wall. I had the mat, the big arrow shooting the giant, uh, yeah. from the wall because the, the seven hundred foot down and a yeah. giant running. That's a, worthy, a great yeah, shot. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That that's hard because the angle, the running, all that makes it hard. The conditions then, with the wind. And then I have Sam crossbow, uh, and then the other ones we haven't got to yet. Yeah, so uh, it was it was awesome. Uh, oh, actually, Sam, Egret shooting Pip through yeah, the neck. You can erase, that one, erase that one if you want. Because, um, okay. yeah. I'm not going to. It's my list. <laughs> um, Sam's got some underrated combat ability. He's killed a White Walker. Here's what I think of when I think of Sam. I'm glad that you're on this episode. When we play sports, yeah, you have this annoying ability to hit, like specifically basketball, to hit the game winner every single time. No matter from where on the court you are standing, no matter what has transpired the rest of the game, you, without fail, will hit the last shot of the game. It's very annoying. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> like you haven't hit any other shot the entire no, game. No, I and usually then, play like trash. And then it's just game winner. I'm not kidding Boop. you. Every single time, without fail, Nathan will drain. And it can be from half court. It can be further than that. And he just it just doesn't comprehend. Are you guys playing basketball without me? Uh, I hate to break the case, news to you. Wow. No, no, I haven't played in a long time. I wouldn't we talk should to play, you though. Again. We should play again. I know who I'm guarding when the game's on the line. I'll tell you that. I know who I don't. Nate. I know who, whose team I want to be on. <laughs> um, it reminds me a you little bit of that. Team. Because yeah. Sam's like the unsuspecting champ because he's killed a White Walker. Now killed a Thin. Which, that's... They're very... Yeah, they're like known for being great warriors. So, um, I mean, I don't know what's next for him. Maybe a dragon. Whoa. Maybe sex. Maybe sex. <laughs> Maybe some sex. I forgot. We need to work in a little romance You've here. You've been like very on the sex game Sex tonight. positive. She's yeah. thinking about sex, Nick. Well, it's getting late. I want to tap in. <laughs> yeah, there, there's definitely sex on the horizon, I would imagine. Um, and hopefully some more kill of the week, uh, nominees. Sadly, he didn't win it this time. Um, only because a lot of kills in this one. Yeah. Only because that giant fucked that dude up. Um, so then we get the scene with Ollie. So he hops in the, you know, he's going to get in the elevator and he's like, tell, he starts screaming at this child <laughs> as one <laughs> yeah. does, which my dad is familiar with that. Um, oh my God. So this kid, how old do we? Twelve. Like, yeah, he can't be more than yeah, yeah ten or twelve. Like, <laughs> he's seeing everyone he knows die. Also, why is Ollie at the wall? Uh, remember his uh, his parents. He was part of the. Oh, he was the kid who. Yeah. Then said, "I'm gonna eat your dead mama and your dead papa." Yeah. And go tell the go tell the crows at Castle Black. I'm glad you mentioned that. That makes me sad that Ollie didn't kill a thin. Um, not yet. I mean, in this episode, like the thins are right there, there with yeah. him, and he does get a kill, right? Uh, but not, not a thin. I wish he had killed a thin after the egret one. Um, so <laughs> Sam's screaming at this child. Yeah. Then he does realize, like, this probably isn't the most effective way to communicate with this emotionally damaged person. <laughs> Which um, I love that about Sam. Like, I feel like most of those guys at the wall would not think you to change their demeanor. Nah, I think you're right. But he does. And that's what, yeah, like you said, that's what we love about Sam. Mm-hmm. Um, he's soft and gentle and squishy um, <laughs> emotionally and physically. Um so then he kind of softens his demeanor. He's kind of like giving a little pep talk like, hey, you got this. I need you to do this task for me. I'm going to go up. When you see us all get back in, bring us down, get a weapon, kill some people. You got this. And then we see Ollie like. Ollie sees the bow. He sees that little bow. It looks like a toy bow, right? It does. Well, it's little not. Kid bow. Surprisingly, it's very real. And can get killed. So shots. we found out that, yeah, Sam's the reason why Egret's dead. I'm not upset about that, but we'll talk about it. Um, it was we, just revenge for Pip. Yeah. And all the other ones that she killed. Yeah. Uh, we skipped a little bit earlier. We skipped ahead with the barrels and the j- dead giant. We did. That happens now. 
Uh, we also didn't talk about the barrel that exploded. So there were four barrels loaded. Three of them One fell. Got stuck. One got stuck. And that dummy was just jamming into the barrel. Then it exploded. This is where that moment where you start to feel like everything's kind of sliding. The barrel explodes. Uh, the archer falls from his little perch thing where he's yeah. like leaning over the wall. Um, that's scary. He falls because the guy that was holding him gets uh, blasted. Like blasted by yeah, yeah. It sucks, but this is the moment where things start unraveling a little bit. Um, uh, and then this is when John tells Ed, like Sam comes up yep. and is like, "We need you." Uh, Sam or John tells Ed, "You've got the wall." Ed's like. What? Yeah. Like, why? Um, then we see Grant and the boys hold the gate. Yeah. Um, Before John leaves, though, he tells Ed, like, if the climbers get too high, use the size. So, yeah, he gives them he sort gives of like, an instruction. Here's what we were going to do, anyways. Yeah. yeah. They do the mammoths again, drop the oil, like we did. Right. They get too high, drop the scythe. Not that hard. Shoot Guys. arrows in the meantime. Yeah. Right. Then yeah. Ed gives his cry of loose. Very cheesy, but Very cheesy. I know. Um, then we get Grin and the boys. This is emotionally moving. If you didn't cry in this scene, are you a human? I didn't cry. I didn't cry. I got How? some goosebumps. No, this is sad. Some goosey bumps. This is like good cry. Does anyone call anybody here call them goose pimples? No, no. Okay. but I've heard them called that before, and I always think that it's weird. Awful, goosebumps. Bumps. Sometimes you call them people bumps <laughs> when you're talking to geese. Well, you ever seen the Aristocats? Yes, one of the best uh, Disney movies yeah, ever made. There's the okay. geese in, yeah, and they say something about people bumps. And you're right. Liz and I call them people bumps. That's sometimes. funny. I love that movie. You guys are so cute. We are. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Justin's face. <laughs> It's fucking true. I don't know. It is you true. Like. You guys are great. Adorbs. People. Yep. Couple couple of dorks, which is just very no, I crazy. said adorbs. Oh you motherfucker. I thought you said dorks. I, was <laughs> I like, heard yeah, a couple of dorks. Yeah. I heard dorbs. You yeah. are dorks. Yeah, that's true but too. You're also yeah. adorbs. Both are great. True. Yeah, they're both true. I'm on a Game of Thrones podcast right now. I think well, we're all dorks. Yeah, yeah what a dweeb. Well, we went to a, a Halloween party one time. Now, granted, it was for children, but there were only like a few people there dressed up that were not children. I was one of them. Yeah. And another one was in this room as well. Yeah. Me. And it was Nate. Yeah. And he was Squirtle. Yeah. And it was great. He was Squirtle. And we rode around on that golf cart with you dressed as Squirtle. Yeah. It was awesome. It's Halloween. Of course you dress as Squirtle. I dress up every Halloween. I was Alex Caruso from the Lakers because <laughs> he's bald and an NBA basketball player. Were you, were you fully bald at that point? I was mostly bald. Or were you still doing the... No, I was mostly bald. No, he was... Okay. Oh, shit, yeah. yeah. Okay, I didn't know when that... I forgot when that was, so I couldn't remember if you were still, like, hanging on, because Alex Russo seems to be holding on a little bit. I think he's giving up. It's... I think he's come home. We don't call it giving up. We call it coming home. Okay. <laughs> I'm... You're, like, part of a community. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Do you have a support group? <laughs> no, but there was a guy uh, that I'm pretty good friends with that... <laughs> all the holics, he, like, anonymous. He, like, puts out these videos, like, to his... He's a business owner, so he's like talking to his people, his customers, Small or whatever. Business owner, and no, <laughs> I don't think so. Um, 
And he was talking about like, oh, I'm trying all these things to make my hair grow back and like not lose it so quickly. And I just commented on the video. I was like, just come on home, bro. (laughs) Just come on home. You can put it off for as long as you can. But at at some point, it's just. If it's going, it's going. Yeah. Not much you can do. Is mine going? No, not at all. Mm. You and Nathan are well secured. (laughs) I'll and probably lose and Emily. I'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> Emily, this is his way of telling you you need to come home. Uh, <laughs> you could probably pull off a. I could see you doing the like the shave one side. What? Yeah, like Skrillex. Like being able to pull it off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. I just being don't able think to I pull, pull it off. off. I think you. Pull you ever off. seen V for Vendetta? I don't think I have. With Natalie so, Portman yeah. and Hugo Weaving. So fun fact: um, Marjorie, Lady Marjorie. She is in a, I believe it's a Marvel movie, and she has uh, one side shaved. She is in a Marvel movie. She's like a, a shield operative or Hydra operative. I think yeah, shield. I think, I think she was in a like a Captain America, Captain like America, Winter the, Soldier one. No, I think like it's that. the first one. Maybe. Anyway, because we watched it together. Yeah. Because we talked about it. Because uh, you were like, that's Marjorie. that's Marjorie. And I was like, oh my God, that is Marjorie. I didn't recognize her. Um, so you're going to buzz your head? Is that what we decided on? I think that's what we decided on, yeah. I can't wait. Oh, you're going to look great. Um, so then we, yeah, so the whole, uh, the gods aren't down here. It's the six of us. That one's good. That's a good line. Uh, Grin is silly, but he's good. Oh, absolutely. Then they go into the vows. He starts telling the vows to that guy who's like, trying to leave and then everyone else picks it up sorry i have the hiccups uh the giants made its way in and running towards them yeah, the giants like i don't know what the fuck these guys are saying but i'm going through that I'm gate going through <laughs> then we get the moment of impact and cut to john mm. uh john is and sam are talking i did not like this moment from john i know john is perfect and flawless in your eyes yes. however he was wrong here uh, Sam, he told Sam, I don't want you near the battle. Sam's like, you can't protect me forever. I, I got to do my duty. He hands him a key and tells him, I need him more than I need you. And that's hurtful because Sam has shown, <laughs> Sam has shown that he's capable for one, but two, that he's got a duty to, to fulfill. And that's not a positive uplifting mindset to put somebody in. That is destructive and not cool. So I know you think John's perfect, but that was a really mean thing to say to his best friend. Like the guy who of no one else has supported John. I think that's why it's okay. Also, Hell though, no. also okay. though, technically he needed Sam to go open the door. Otherwise, no one was going to do it. And that's what he's so saying. He needed Sam, Sam to, do, <laughs> to do what. Well, yeah. And that's what he's saying is like, I don't need you to fight. I need you to go let Ghost out. It's a real douchey way to say that. It is. I don't disagree with you, but I think the are fact really that they are... really going to die on this hill? Come on. I feel like the fact that they are best friends is like makes it kind of okay where Sam knows that like John has built up enough relationship equity in with Sam that he knows that he's not saying this in a hurtful way. He's saying this because he really needs me to go get ghosts. Yeah, I will counter and you. don't get distracted. There are some friends where that kind of relationship is totally cool. We have one of those relationships. Right. We talk mad shit to each other. I love you. 
you and love I me. I like to think that you're John Snow me, and I'm he's John Sam. and you're Sam. <laughs> no, absolutely. When I not. go to bed at night, that's what I think. <laughs> you're wrong. Man, what a great day with Sam today. <laughs> He was so funny. Sam had some great one-liners today. He was funny. He was cute. He was sweet. He really helped me out. Are you calling me fat? That's what I'm getting from this. Nope. (laughs) A little bit. (laughs) Um, I there are some friendships that that's that is cool. I have some friends that I don't talk shit to because I know that they like. They're yeah. weak, weak little bitches. Yeah, how do I get in that group? <laughs> Too late, bud. Um, I'd like to apply for that group. You know, like, uh, you've met Hayden. Yeah. Hayden was my best friend growing up. Him and Cody. You don't think you could talk shit to Hayden? I could. Yeah. But he wouldn't He wouldn't receive that in a fun, like, yeah. playful, like give it back kind of way. Whereas this motherfucker, and you too, like, we, you know. Yeah. But like Hayden is less one, so between us. Not huh? that I can't take like I, no, but we don't have it as much yeah. as like me and Sully do. No, um, so it's certain people, and I don't think that Sam gives it to John. Pa- I'm a little too passive. That's that is that you you are like some a pretty passive person, and Hayden yeah. is too. Like, like okay, <laughs> so it's kind of a personality thing, and Sam is not as like I'm gonna give this right back to you, kind of as. You know, someone like a Ed or a Grin would be, you know, with with John. So I just didn't like this from him, especially in, in an episode where Sam really like blossoms. And he could really... have said it nicer. He could have said, "I really, I, I don't need you there. I really need you here." Thank Instead you. of saying, "I need for. him more than I need you." They're in the middle of like a fucking battle. Yeah, like he's not like breaking down all the thoughts in a therapy session of my best friend. Come here, I need you. It's just a little bit different. I don't know. If you ever need me to do something, you ask me nicely. Say it that way. <laughs> I, I need, need him that, more than I need you. I need that glass of water more than I fucking need you. <laughs> um, so fine, whatever. Uh, the exciting moment here is that did you? So did you know who he was immediately? No, I had to ask Nicholas, and he was like, "Ooh, go." You've seen it, so you knew straight up. Yeah. Um, I would be interested to know from Keith's perspective. I would assume, based on my experience, he it. probably would have known. Yeah. Um, he's a very intuitive guy when it comes to this stuff. He's he's very good at like as when it comes to this kind of stuff. I don't know anything I know it's else, annoying. but he's gotten a lot of this stuff like on the head. Yeah, there's a lot of twists that he's totally not. There's some he hasn't. I know, there's which some is he's fine. No wrong about. Um, <laughs> I can't wait to be like, got you. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we we're getting ghost. John immediately enters into the battle uh, as soon as the elevator like hits the. He jumps off, which is totally <laughs> unnecessary. You can definitely hurt yourself. There's no need to wait for it to land. I can make that jump. The risk reward there is not worth it. But he, it was cool. He went for it. It's like the. Well, U- it wasn't cool because he didn't land it well. Yeah. Like he still kind of rolled fell. out. He rolled out. It's eh. like the UFC fighters that do like backflips and stuff when they after they win and then like break their legs it's like why'd you like you don't you risk it yeah that's so stupid break his leg he just rolled out of it and then but there was a risk murdering there's a risk yeah sure he could have broke his leg landed wrong twisted his ankle and then he's fucked yeah that's true and not the good kind (laughs) not the good kind bad kind the The bad kind sword fuck sword fucking yeah oof then i just wrote 
Sword fucking. I like it. Yeah. This like is a that. sword in every orifice. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. The more I think about it, the worse it gets. Um, I just wrote ghost exclamation point. Woo! So Sam's walking up to the closet that ghost is in, the pen, the the stable. I don't know what Pantry. it is. Pantry. Apparently we're calling everything a pantry now. The nursery. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the flaming arrow hits. Yeah. And he like looks back and nothing's there. So I don't really know where that came from. I think it was just like a hurry up. Like you gotta, there's still shit happening. Yeah. I, I find it kind of funny. Like, oh, <laughs> that was close. Yeah. Then he unlocks the door and we see ghosts for the first time in a while. Red eyes and everything. Oh, man. And, need uh, you, boy. I don't on, love. Lassie. I'm interested to hear. Like, do you like when they have the camera at the wolf angle? No, I don't either. One of the shots of him eating one of the bodies. It was like a real close up on the head, and it really reminded me of one of the shots from the Sandlot with the Beast, where it's like just the head of the dog, and it's like crazy huge, and it's like tearing up one of the like erector sets or something it kind of looked not great like yeah so it was like sandlot level budget looking <laughs> this was this was actually another one on my kill of the week nominations list was the dude the dude just standing there and go, trying to fight somebody and then all of a sudden he's not there anymore yeah <laughs> yeah comes flying across i the like screen. when they show that Wolf combat. We've seen yeah. it a couple times. We saw I, it with Grey Wind. Yeah, I don't think it's necessary to like stay on the shot of like on the neck and all that. This yeah. is just a little bit like it is a little uh wonky. Low level. Yeah. But um but the shots of them coming and just like you know uh you need the blur on that wolf. Right, right. Yeah. Exactly. Um so the kill kill the week nomination. It was awesome to see Ghost back in action. Um, and really, the, the fight seemed to to change. You know, we didn't see a lot of battle after this, just a little bit, but it was good. Then we see John and Magnar, uh, which reminded me of the Mountain and the Viper yeah. from last episode. Uh, it's just like this big, lumbering dude. <laughs> and, yeah, and this scrawny, thin, but capable fighter. Let's see what you did there. What? Thin. And ah, I didn't do that on purpose. I didn't even catch it, obviously, but it was good. Um, so they're going at it. I liked that they showed two totally different uh, weapon styles here because they it was pretty realistic. Like the thin couldn't just like quickly move his axe. He had to take these like lumbering giant like wide sweeps. swings. Yeah. Uh, whereas John was quick with his uh, sword, but it also the the giant axe swinging kept him. You know, a little bit further apart. I thought they did a pretty good job of making that feel realistic. Um, Sometimes I do think that if your head got bounced off an anvil with the amount of force that 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 guy can bounce your head off of of an anvil, orbitable, orbitable, orbital. (laughs) You added an extra B. Yeah, Yeah. orbital, orbital, orbitable, orbitable bones. Yeah, would be like totally. Yeah, you you have a flat face. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I do think that one was like, okay, I'm not sure if he's getting up from that as quickly as he yeah. got up. That was really hard. Yeah. On an anvil. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you, you think that, that he's going to get him, and then John reaches for whatever he can, finds a... Smithing uh, hammer. Finds a hammer and buries that hammer brain deep. 
Yeah, it was a lot. Show and brain. Right. <laughs> Slang and brain. In a different kind of way. Um so yeah, that was the end of that thin. Um he's now very dead. Uh then we get John and Egret. Because she had seen, obviously, this transpiring, and she had called dibs on John. Uh, so as soon as John turns around, she's there with an arrow, like, pulled back, ready to loose into him. Yeah, she got that struggle, though. I would like to, yeah, I'd like to hear your take, Emily, as you're watching this play out. What did you think Egret was going to do in this? Because she sees John while she's fighting the Finn, right? or while he's fighting the Finn, right? So what did you think she was going to do? I just had a lot of emotions watching her because, I mean, the last couple episodes, just this whole season, I've been a little bit confused of where she's at because she kind of goes back and forth of like seeming like she's like in love with him and then like just talking, you know, all this shit about him and wanting to kill him. And so I was really curious to what she was about to do. Um yeah, I don't know. I I wasn't really sure. I was just kind of honestly taking it all in. I don't. I don't. I'm not Mr. Keith Winter. I don't predict this this shit. I just let it happen. <laughs> but um, but it was really sweet just to see that moment, and then my jaw just dropped. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So when when Egret sees John fighting the Thin, I I thought I thought she was gonna kill the Thin. I thought she was going to shoot an arrow into his head or his heart, whatever, especially once John has been disarmed. He's right. being yeah, he was struggling. hammered onto an anvil. <laughs> He's being held up, you know, uh, like Darth Vader style, but actually with a hand, a hand on a throat. And that's when I think an arrow is coming from Egret, but not, that's not what happens. And then all of a sudden John's like, okay, I can breathe now. Thin's dead, and Egret's just standing there. And she's got the bow cocked and ready. I don't think cocked is the right word. I like to use the word cocked. Okay. Anytime I know you don't listen to the show. She's Nick got, works the word cock into any opportunity. She's got can. the bow cunted, <laughs> and <laughs> uh, no, it, it, she's ready to she's ready to let it fly. Right. It's called drawn. Drawn. There you go. That's the word. Um, and John just can't help but do anything but smile because it's Egret. Yeah, he kind of oh, waves melted. like Forrest Gump waves <laughs> yeah. whenever he sees Captain Dan at the the pier. He jumps off the boat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. It's like he, what kind of John? That's like what he did. It is. It, really it was kind of goofy. It was, But it was one of those like sweet moments of like, okay, is she going to? Shoot him? Is she gonna? What's just she gonna do? Just in the middle here? of the chaos. I don't know. It was just yeah. It kind of would have been tender. cool if she did. It would yeah. be. It would be cool. Like, not necessarily like if she may have not have killed him, but like if she just shot him in the shoulder, like I would have been like, okay, she's yeah. done that before. Um, and are you are you pro? I mean, obviously, it doesn't matter now. But do you like John and Egret? Yeah, I love them together. Yeah, mm. yeah, I really like them together a lot. Well, Her character annoys me. Of course. Or annoyed. Of me. course. Hate to bring Game news of Thrones to you. has to take anything you love. Yeah. What the, I mean, and so she gets an arrow through the back. Uh, Ollie did her from behind. Fucking and, Ollie. Um, but not the good kind. Not the good kind. Not the good kind. And, uh, and Ollie's just like standing there. He's like, sup? 
kids are then <laughs> similar in my mind to if you've ever seen Billy Madison. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Steve Buscemi shoots the guy in the very the very end, and he's like, "Yeah." yeah. <laughs> and Happy Gilmore says, "I'm sure glad I called that guy." Yeah, he crosses his name. Or not Happy Billy Madison. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, he crosses his name on the lip. Um, but anyways, yeah. So Ollie's just standing there, like, "You're welcome." <laughs> and then he goes off to find somebody else or whatever. And John's like freaking out, obviously, and they have their little moment together. Um, and she says, you remember when we were in the cave, we should have never, we should have stayed in the cave. He says, we'll go back there. And which I had the thought. So both John and Sam are just lying to dead people. They're like to dying people. Yeah. Trying to make them feel better as they die. Yeah. But like, they're not going back. Well, and that's why she says, which are liars. She says back to him. You, you know, know nothing, nothing John not, Snow. Not going back. This is it. Yeah. Uh, well, he might take another woman back there. Right. That would be <laughs> fucked up. Sorry. Um, this is where gosh. I take all my first dates. I like John to, doesn't <laughs> do that. I like to think he was talking about more in like some sort of afterlife. I was of, just fucking with him. Yeah. Of like, we'll be back in the cave soon. Like, I'll be back with you, you know, soon. <sighs> That's um, when I started tearing up. Yeah. Which, going forward... um. When after the battle is over, uh uh-uh. uh, we oh. get the scythe drop, bro. Okay, so immediately after this sweet moment, <laughs> the climbers are, I guess, at optimal level, yeah, scythe level, <laughs> <laughs> and um, and they call you know, Ed calls for the you know, the scythe, and they, I, it is a cool weapon. I don't really know the mechanics of getting all that ice off of it like he hit something and that like triggered all the ice to break i don't know how realistic that is but because we don't blow in holes we let it slide and it slid right across that ice and across those people thankfully i gave you a heads up just before but then i told you it was safe too early early. because i forgot about the dangling arm um and it was it was bloody um then they have the conversation about like uh, you know, all the guys are cheering, and Ed's the realist that he is, and he's like, "Pull it back up." Too loud, yeah. like, oh yeah. There's a thousand to one still, like, odds oh, here. <laughs> like, the, I don't don't get too excited. Um, then we get the scene of Tormund on the stairs. He's still fighting. John shoots him, I think, in the leg. Seems like that. I couldn't yeah. really tell. It wasn't like super clear. Uh, but it it didn't he didn't want to kill him obviously but yeah, non fatal yeah just get him to Takes stop his fighting. legs out from under him um but as we've seen previously in the show leg shots can be the beginning of the end R I P Ned Stark oh yeah that's he got true. that spear in the leg I mean yeah <laughs> it's the beginning of the end sure he was, I think that's a little bit of a stretch it had more to do with the head (laughs) that's why i said the beginning (laughs) of the end head rhymes Ah, with ned oh gosh that was like i thought you were going down here no that was a headshot i tried to javelin shot you yeah right um it worked yeah got him to stop i'm keeping this the hell no that's my favorite pin well you shouldn't have you should have thought about that okay well you have it back after class no okay that's fine as long as we get it back so then uh yeah they tell you john tells them to take him away Sam and Gilly reunite. No sex. Not yet. Not yet. However, and 
that might be because of Jano Slint in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> um, what a little piece of shit. Wasn't even, couldn't even stand up. He was like sitting no, down. It almost looked corner. like he was dead. I was like, wait. He's like cowering okay? on a shelf or something. I don't know. Just Whatever stunned. this room is. I don't know what this room is. The the room of requirement. Yeah, com- comfy on these sacks of flour over <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah. Like, um, so they reunite. Then Sam and John are together. This is when John is making his way downtown. Uh, he says. Not the good kind. Not the good kind. Uh, I'm making my way. He's he's basically saying like I'm 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 going out there. I'm gonna go talk to Mance. Mance is like if if we take out Mance, all these warring tribes are gonna disperse. Yeah. They're gonna war again. He's the only uniting factor that they have. Sam comes back with a who gave you those orders? John looks around a little bit like who's left to give orders. Um, then they make their way into the tunnel or tunnel as Alistair Thorne likes to say. He says it funny. Um, he's British. Then they walk in up to the all the carcasses that are just there, and we see Grin next to the giant, and we know that he held the gate. John says the, it. it was great. He held the gate. Which this is one of those moments where like Grin's obviously a disposable character. They can kill him a lot easier than they kill John. Now we've seen they're not afraid to kill a main character. See the notes below about Several. Ned Stark, uh, Rob Stark, Catelyn Stark. All lots Starks. of Starks involved. Uh, but Joffrey, like they, they'll kill a main character. They're they don't not afraid. Give a fuck. Robert Baratheon, yep. Rinley Baratheon. Like they'll kill kings and anyone else, you know, uh, possible. But Grin was one of those where this scene, this this episode wouldn't have mattered if no if there was no pain involved if we didn't lose anybody that mattered this whole thing would have been like it would have been unbelievable for a battle like that not to have where they lost pip and, though and there is a battle later in the show that happens like that and that's why i hate that battle yeah is because it's unbelievable that they would lose so few people that were involved with it yeah. Um yeah, we lost we lost Grin, we lost Pip, uh we lost some giants. Um you know, we lost the Magnar the the Magnar Thin, um Egret. Yeah, there was quite a bit of not you know, like you said, disposable characters, but real important. Yeah, ones that have had lines and had been in lots of episodes and storylines and things like that. I mean, Pip's been around since season 1. Yeah. Same with Grin. So too bad um yeah and i i mean he does the closing of the eyes thing i don't know if there's any validity to any of that but like um he closes his eyes with you know kind of a symbolic your job is done um and there's a nice little moment as as sam and john are getting to the gate where john takes off long claw which is a sword Mm -hmm. and gives it to sam and he's like what are you doing and he said, I promise Mormont I'd never lose it again. Because he, he got his sword taken from him. I um, can't remember how that... Ha- oh, Craster. Yeah, Craster's keep. Craster took it. got it from him. And, um, and he you know, promised Mormont that he'd never have it, you know, never lose it again. So he gives it to Sam. I mean, it makes sense. Like, they're going to take it. As soon as he walks into that camp, they're going to take it from him anyways. And so, yeah. um, 
makes sense. Sam, uh, Sam says like John, you just like come back, like you know, and we get a little smirk from John, and he walks off into the sunset, never to be seen again. Besides Egret, because I know Egret's your answer. Besides her, who was the number one like most sad death? Of this episode? Yeah. I don't really care about anybody. Are you fucking kidding me right now? No. What was yours? Um. Hmm. I really like Pip. But probably Grin. Yeah, mine's too. Mine is too. Because that dude was ride or die. You haven't been watching the show. Yeah, I think Pip was sad though. I think Pip, because of the like, like Grin kind of died off screen. Pip was like, you watched the arrow go through his throat. There was like, <laughs> yeah, there was like a few seconds of like scene where he is actively dying and Sam's trying to comfort him. You know, so that was. That I was thought you said he was lying to him. He is lying to him, trying to comfort him, <laughs> trying to lie to him. Yeah, trying to lie, trying. Um. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, anything else? Predictions for episode ten. So I'll get. Uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll wrap this up. So John is walking out to go try to kill Mans in the middle of a sea of probably at this point ninety nine thousand. Yeah, they wildlings. killed like yeah, <laughs> like they didn't get that many of them. Um, and so that's a big thing. We still have what's going on in King's Landing. Tyrion is sentenced to death. We haven't got to that point yet. Um, and then we have uh, Arya and the Hound. We have Sansa and Littlefinger. We have lots of different storylines that need to be wrapped up by the end of season four. What do you think is going to happen in episode 10? I don't know. This particular episode, they call it like a bottleneck episode where you kind of like live in one one place for the whole episode. I don't know. Maybe. I feel like, like you kind of said, we're going to be closing up a lot of loose ends. I don't have any specific predictions, but. What happens to Tyrion? I don't know. Do you think he dies? No. Oh. There's no way. No okay. way. No way. No way? No way. So just so you're aware, every season ending, like every season finale, we've lost. A main character. Yeah. Or or very close to the end of that season. Okay. I okay. don't think it's Tyrion. All right. Cool. Do you think there is a main character that dies at the end of the season? Season finale? Because you're... Pressing me on it. Yes, I do. Who? <laughs> Who? Make a prediction. I don't know. Babe. Say a name. Nicholas Holmes. Oh my gosh. I like this. Unname me. <laughs> Please. Um, I can't ask you because you've already seen it. Yeah, I don't really remember though. And you won't be here anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, What storyline are you most excited to see next week? I'm like Tyrion. that. Tyrion. I'm like the... like. Uh, Side characters that like don't really like. I'm just not gonna be here, you know. You get. <laughs> I died this episode. One on-screen moment. <laughs> That's yeah. what we failed to mention. You do die at the end of this episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you didn't text him that. I didn't let him know. He didn't let me know that we were actually watching the episode <laughs> before this either. Uh, that was tactful and purposeful. Oh, I know. He told me. We know that you wouldn't have come. That's not necessarily true. 
It's, you wouldn't have come on time <laughs> at that at that time. Maybe that's a hundred percent true. But I'm glad that you were here. Yeah. Um, is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, Vantage Screens LLC. Check us out. Yeah. If you need a screen here in Central Florida, he's your guy. Screening needs. Motorized retractable screens, awnings, fixed work. Don't Uh, you have a podcast? We do have a podcast called the Sully J and Nate Show. Probably aware of it. Where can people find it? Podcast places. Good to know. Anything else? Um... No. Anything from you? If if people wanted to follow you guys uh, in your real lives uh, on Instagram or anywhere else uh, that people follow people, Twitter maybe, I guess, um, where could they find you? You or can you follow okay me on Twitter where I tweet once a year. Okay. GloriousBeard89. Sounds like a good follow there. Yeah, um, they're pretty good tweets. Are you anywhere else? I don't want to put my Instagram out there. Fair enough. It's cool. Why would you? Um, would you like to? Sure. You can find me on Instagram, emilyholmes.fl. Oh, she's a Florida. Emily Holmes. I post Florida a girl. lot of dildo content. That's true. If you Not want to know gun. what dildo <laughs> looks like. Gun. Oh yeah. Wow. You got it. You have to qualify that. <laughs> um, well, it is the fun kind, but not. If you want to know what wink. our son looks like and how he acts. Emily's uh, Instagram is definitely yeah. Because don't follow Nick because he's literally never posted never, anything. I don't post. Um, but okay. if you'd like to follow me, even though I don't post, it's at not so little Nikki with underscores in between. Um, and then if you'd like to follow uh, our, <gasps> our our show, <laughs> our show Instagram, it's at Dragons Dreadforts. Also, shout out to all of our patrons. Thank you for uh, your support. If you'd like to uh, support us on Patreon, that's also Patreon.com/slash Dragons Dreadforts. And we will see you next week, hopefully with Keith and Lydia back. But thank you for being with us, Nate and Emily. You're welcome. Boom. We don't talk over the theme song in this in this uh No. In this podcast, I know you guys do that elsewhere, but not here. I'm here. Get out.